is at exactly eight minutes here. Hello, friends. Welcome to M3 number 12. Fuck that other eight minutes that we just did. I'm going in high energy. You know why the fuck we're here. We're here because fuck music. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, fuck music. <laughs> uh, fuck Sublime. Fuck Sublime. Fuck everything you've ever known about this podcast because it's changing right now. Fuck everything you knew about that first eight minutes because it's dead. And you're going to have to pay us $10 on Patreon to ever fucking see it. <laughs> um, I made a good audible there. I'm happy. Tyler, you're the co-host. I'm Alex Wolski, who is, who is the real host. Um, let's just, let's just hop right into it. Okay. We don't interview people anymore because Larry King's dead and we can't, no one could ever top him. So we're going to let all interviews die with Larry King. Interviews died with Larry. Yeah. And then what about music? Music is, uh, who did music die with this year? Look, music died with Daft Punk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> music did die with Daft Punk. So we're just, we're just nixing things off the list, off the bat. They were up all they see they stayed up all night to get lucky. I'm gonna get through this joke if it kills me. Just one too many times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby, okay. The the lore. The lore. The second takes are always better. They're always hotter. Oh. They're always hotter. The hot takes are gonna fly at you a thousand miles an hour, Maddie. And I'm only talking to you we're because tw- this- twenty minutes in and Maddie is wondering when the fuck are we gonna get to Blink One? <laughs> yeah, never, ever again. He's like, I thought you guys were a music research podcast. No. Jokes on you. Jokes on you because the only research we decided to do for this was what was going on in our lives for the past six months. And we're gonna tell you over the course of this first hour and in the second hour, we really want to explore Joe Jorgensen's America. The, uh, the America that could have been if you idiots had voted right. Yeah. But I mean, no one did. Do you feel threatened? Is there a man on your lawn? Kill him. Kill him. <laughs> Welcome to Joe Jorgensen's <laughs> America. All right, let's get into this. So stand your ground or don't. Uh, stay, yeah, stay, stay <laughs> or don't or die. You know, like that's, that's Joe Jorgensen's America. Yeah. So that's what this is now. It's just, it's, this is just two white men, facial hair, opinions. You get, you know, you you listen to podcasts. We are not much different than any other any other one. I'm basically can, Bill Maher. Mm, yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess. You know, like he'll he'll Bill Maher will like one second say something really like, thought provoking, and the next second be like, "It's not that bad to slap a woman's ass." Like it's, <laughs> you know, I do it to my interns all the time. Uh, I've rarely been sued. I've I've rarely ever been sued. I. I Hi, I'm Tyler Soter, and I've never been <laughs> convicted of a s- of sexual harassment. Yeah, so, all right, congratulations. You are now the host of Real Time. You've made it. So, uh, there's lore to this show, and I'm just going to touch on it really quick. I am the mayor of the town of Crofton. Don't dispute it. Run from it. Fear it. Um, I am officially, this is official now. I'm running for county council in 2022, uh, whatever district I'm allowed to in Arundel County. Uh, but we will be dissecting the, the, the terrible, terrible lie filled website of my potential opponent in well, district. It really seven. depends on the district, I guess now. Yeah. But I, I still, I still want to like support. I want to throw my, my weight behind whoever's going up against this chick in district seven, but that's going to be an hour or two. Hour one, let's let's get into it. Sponsor wish list. Uh, I want to just kind of I want get I want people to know we spent so much time on Blink One Eighty Two, their lives. What was going on? Like, what was Tom DeLong like? What is Mark Hoppus like? How little tr- personality can Travis Barker possibly have? A lot. 
<laughs> a lot of not a yeah. lot of anti personality. Actively tries to not have a personality. Yeah, and then you think, but the, the, the tattoos answer a lot of questions because yeah. just they're bumper stickers. Like this is me. There you go. Read that, me. Let's let's them do the talking for them. Exactly. Um, I was gonna make a PTSD joke and I can't, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Never been convicted <laughs> of harassment. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, glad he's okay. Anyway. <laughs> Years later, it was like 2008. I think it's okay. It's like, all right, we're 13 years away from that plane crash. I really feel like it's okay to actively make funnies. As uh, well, South Park decided that rule, they figured that out with uh, how long to wait until something is funny. I think it was, was it 20 years? 20. Oh, that's too long. That's too long. We'll, we'll, we'll call it, we'll round up. All right, we're at 11. Roger, I swear, to, I swear to God, I'm, t- I'm taking you out. Dog. Um, Kratom. Kratom. Yes. Anyway, so we are one of the big, so definitely dick pills is something that needs to happen. Blue Chew is one you don't know about. I've never heard of Blue Chew. I've also Please haven't been Blue working, Chew. so not listening to podcasts. That was that was what I did at work. So I just haven't been listening. I haven't been listening to Dan Carlin nearly enough in, in my, my home Dan, Dan Carlin for Kratom. Imagine... <laughs> Imagine you're in a cat cafe. It's Sierra Leone in 2021. Sarajevo. <laughs> and you're coming and you're coming you're coming down from fentanyl. <laughs> you need something to numb the pain. Kratom. <laughs> I don't even know what that Dan Carlin impersonation becomes after a certain amount of time. <laughs> but uh the Kratom would be nice. Skeezy like drugs, like C B D. We all know it's just like for people who don't want to smoke as much weed. So I want CBD sponsors. So we have dick pills. We have Kratom. We have CBD. Um, that's uh, that's everything that gets sponsored in podcasts. We're not right wing enough to give DraftKings. We what? can't. Oh, they won't take us. They only. I'll tell like the <clears throat> the betting sites. They all. You have to be at least center right. Like Rogan's is far. And that's even like that's as far center right as you can go for before FanDuel or DraftKings stops hitting. What you if up. what if we get some of those like offshore gambling sites? Again, I do not far right <laughs> now for them to, to wanna to to wanna do that. They're gonna um once once based out of like South America. Mm-hmm. You know we've we're going to make fun of libertarians right now very soon it's like no they're already like fuck you oh yeah so if anybody's listening we're gonna do an ad break in the middle of every show at one hour and if you know somebody who wants to sell their garage kratom call us we'll get give us a promo code and we will get at least 10 people including ourselves I'll- to buy your kratom Treat us like your Facebook marketplace. Do you have an old sofa you need to get rid of? <laughs> By God, I can get rid of that sofa for you. We're a commission, though. Like, a healthy Obviously. commission. You uh, sell a sofa, I want the throw pillows. <laughs> All right. Let's, we, we've, we've, I think we've covered, is there anything on your sponsor wish list you want to just put out there? You want to wish into the world before we go into uh, why, why Sublime? Because we do need to address that giant, stupid Want to be reggae elephant in the room? <laughs> uh, my wish list, man. I, you know, I, I always hear the commercials for <laughs> Sherry's berries around like Valentine's Day. Yeah, I want Sherry's berries year round. Okay, that's, all right, that's what I want. Oh, you want to be an off season <laughs> <laughs> sponsor? Off season sponsor. Yeah, I want 
year round other than February. All right, because that's when all the other, like the good <laughs> podcast will get that. But like in the middle of May, like now you have Mother's Day, even like Father's Day, nobody gets dad chocolate. You got two dads right here. Hey, we get Home Depot cards. I don't know. It's something with so, usually something with a grill, maybe a light for the. If grill. you gave me a Home Depot card, I would buy twenty dollars worth of Home Depot candy. Ooh, Did, oh yeah, they sell candy. Yes, yeah. jerky. Bottles yeah. of water. Yeah, it's, that's, <laughs> just go, there, go in there and get a snack. That's like the one aisle I, I, I guess I never wander down. I just I just, I just walk out the store with free stuff. Well, you're a cool tool man. You know, you're a real man. Like you're the kind because we've joked, so we've both been unemployed for most of COVID. But like I've been the fun. I'm not the build kind of unemployed. You know, I'm the thank God I have children kind of unemployed because otherwise, I mean, I'm just. <laughs> I put pajamas on. That, to make me feel better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> to make it feel like we're the same. I just so. wanted you to feel comfortable. Yeah, he says we sit in your beautiful home. So. Um, but now I'm getting the fuck out of my parents' beautiful home. It's sometimes, hey, you know, you, go back. you reach an age when it's time to move out and explore the world, explore yourself, explore your body. Explore your body at explore, your parents' house. I, I, you explore know. other people's bodies at your parents' house. Uh-huh. I have explored many bodies at my parents' house. Actually, now that you've now that we've said that out in, into existence, many, um, at least six. That's at least six. That's a good amount. It's more than any, more than me. <laughs> explored at your parents' house. Oh, thanks, mom and dad, for letting me live there. But it's time time to go home. Um, yeah, I've lived. I'm moving out. <laughs> uh, I have some more bodies to explore. I'll be back to explore a few bodies. Um, Michelle, maybe I can get her into that too. Like we just get we're gonna we only explore bodies in the basement of my parents' house. Ooh, basement bodies. Basement bodies. Okay. Let's let's get let's get the show. The show hasn't officially started yet. Okay, all of that is just ad. That's beginning ad reads. The first eight minutes doesn't exist. You're never gonna hear it. Everything from now backwards from the beginning of the show. I didn't fucking turn it off. That's your fucking brother texting me. Well, God damn it, because he wants me to move a couch with him tomorrow. Ghetto he's, style. He's already. He, well, he should have paid somebody to to move it for him. No, we're doing it. I've already committed. We're we're we have a moving pact. We'll get into it. But anywho. The show begins now, for real. Welcome to W three. To, to W to W three. The the third host uh, is not here. No, we guys. That, that was just a goof. Okay, we've been we've been at it the whole time. Why Sublime? Why are we not doing Sublime? In a word, uh, a couple words. Um, fuck Sublime is why. Bradley Knoll. I'm not gonna say. I'm glad things went the way they did because I'm not obviously, but. All I'm saying is that honestly, Sublime with Rome is better. <laughs> and are, they, are they still together? Yeah, they're still together. Yeah, with like one original Sublime member. And you know what? Good, good, because at least somebody's trying to repair the the legacy of this fucking overrated shit garbage. Why? Why were they around the same time as Nirvana band? So we were originally a musical deep dive research podcast whatever the fuck you want to call us uh but we realized that we can't do that anymore because well we don't love anything as much as we love blink 182 i found my sublime notes oh my fucking god i, I labeled them ja won't pay for my therapist bills <laughs> sublime part one all right so like <laughs> we we need yeah we need to address why we didn't do sublime 
So it's it's a lot of just it made us sad. It made us depressed. It was not good. It was maybe one or two singles every every album, and the rest of it was just like a fucking guy noise fucking around on GarageBand. So would you like to share with us, good sir, some of your some of your greatest hits from your Sublime Notes? You got anything? You got anything? Uh, I'm trying up? to find that one review that uh, that I know I read you. Um, oh, let's see. If if forty ounces to freedom revels in its careening narcotic whimsy, that's partially why it stood the test of time. At its core, music is utilitarian, and Sublime reached a universally, yeah, universally of uh, of experience that can't become obsolete. See, that was somebody sucking their dick. That's not the one I'm trying to find. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. everything about everything about Sublime. From like the musical stylings, from like the only good songs that they do are covers, and what I got, and they do a lot of them, an insane amount of covers. There's just so much. I again, I heard somebody. Uh, it, I didn't actually hear the comment myself, but somebody complaining about somebody comparing Bradley Noel to Kirk Cobain. It's like just don't. Ugh, what? And I don't like to be that kind of person. It's like no, they'll never because you can't because you know Kirk Cobain was he was all right too, but he was you know. I don't know. I, I just you should be able to answer that question in your own mind. And I don't want to sound like a music snob, but it's <laughs> it, you should be able to, you should be able to if you can't listen to 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 Nevermind and then listen to the debut Sublime album and be like, "All right, one of these is obviously better than the other one. One of these obviously was made with more maybe less bullshit. I don't know. Well, then maybe you need to stop listening to music. I'm sorry. And that's what I'm trying to do for you. I'm actually trying to get rid of all music. So hopefully I can I can make your life a little bit easier. I just sound I sound so bitter, but Sublime will really do that to you. Hey, I found another forty ounces to freedom one. Please, sure. Uh, the there was an article that called the album uh, a coherently incoherent mess, uh, and oh god, uh, somebody else it was just like only the most dedicated of fans uh, could tolerate any significant time with it. Yeah. It was recorded in a crack house, and it sounded like it. <laughs> That's what it is. It's just like these back when we thought we were back when we thought it was cool to live in crack houses because we, you did. Uh, no, you didn't. See, you didn't live in crack houses. You turned the places you lived <laughs> into crack houses. It, it used to be a home. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then, and then we destroyed it. Mm-hmm. But it's and I, when I say you, I mean it's the whole. It's the whole crew from this this place this place called Bowie who will all remain unnamed, but they're just the crew. I don't know what else to call them. The crew. You will hear you will hear much about the crew as I have to dive into my second wall basking here. But anyway, um, we're not doing Sublime. We feel better about ourselves not doing it, and also not doing Green Day because I also realized that like if I probably if I did a deep dive into Green Day like we were gonna do for the third season, I know I would end up hating Green Day. Because it's they got real pretentious. The mental breakdown at the iHeart Music Festival was just very, very Hollywood breakdown. You know what I mean? Like very. Do you remember that? I kind of remember that. I've been around since nineteen eighty fucking eight. I'm Billy Joe. Yeah, it was. We'll, yeah. we'll watch it later. It was really. It was really cringy. Um, yeah, the Sublime. I think Sublime hit a hit a head for me, and I texted you the morning that it happened. It was I had spent. A couple days listening to album after album and doing notes, 
and I texted you on, on the way to work and I was just like, Alex, I'm legit fucked up and depressed. <laughs> it's just like, and it takes a lot to get me down. Mm. I was, I spent the drive, you know, it's probably like a 20 minute drive to work. And I was like, I, 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 it went by in an instant because I had just like blacked out and just went into like a black pit. And it's just like, why did this do this to me? No, I feel like it's not even, it's not the lyrical content. It's just like, it's, I can feel how depressed this fucking guy was. It's like, wow, you really don't want to be on drugs anymore. And you just, that's all. Any original song he writes, it's just, I don't want to be on dope anymore. Like, or that I'm drunk. And it's like, fuck, dude, like, get help. I think I read something. It was like, his dad or something. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to read through my notes. But I think I somebody, somebody was saying he, like, thought he had to live that rock star lifestyle. So he thought he had to party and be on drugs and be that guy. Bradley knows why I hate musicians. I really do. Like it's, you know, I don't know why. It's almost like when when somebody puts, you know, what sublime is okay. I I'm proud of this thought, and I'm gonna share it with you all now. Um, and I just lost it. God damn it! Why do I smoke so much weed? Fuck me. It's okay. No, god damn. See, that's what I get for t- for flouting the idea, and I was so proud of it. And then my mind immediately was like, now nah, I'm gonna take it away from you because. You smoke too much pot. Okay. But anyways. Yeah. yeah keep going. Sublime. It was uh it was depressing. It wasn't anything. It, I was not having fun doing it. Whereas like Blink, I thoroughly enjoyed doing shit. How many pages did I say? I probably sent you 30 pages of notes. It would seem like does like if you put together all the pages of stuff that we did, it was just dozens and dozens of pages of just it was fun <laughs> notes too. And it was like yeah. clips and like from from articles and shit like that. I mean, and like Sublime. Like he died before they even got big. Mm-hmm. Like so, there's not a ton of stuff on them to begin with. A couple of weeks before that album came out. Yeah, <laughs> a couple so weeks. That's almost as I mean, that's as unlucky as um. But like chicken and the egg, does the album get as big if he doesn't die? <clears throat> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. His two buddies. Maybe be- Sublime doesn't <laughs> infiltrate our fucking lives if he just doesn't die. Of heroin. Yeah. And I uh, thoughts back, okay? And, you know, redemption. So, do you know, like, when people look at a character like Rorschach from The Watchmen? Uh, I think someone like Ted Cruz. Yeah, it was Ted Cruz said, oh, that's my favorite superhero. It's like, well, then you fucking missed the point. <laughs> Did you really what, say that? Yeah. That's what I feel like so many people that we know are, are just like, oh, I fucking love Sublime. Like, well, you missed the fucking point. Like, you shouldn't love that guy. You should love what he sang about, did. You shouldn't love the style. And <clears throat> time to put a firm flag in the ground. I feel like this, right here, this moment is when this podcast officially starts. All right. Bumpin' Uglies is a better <laughs> Sublime than Sublime ever fucking came close to being. I feel like if you had taken uh, Bump on Uglies, thrown them back in time and just put them in place of Sublime, they would have been super successful. Um, I mean, not as culturally impactive because that music is not meant to impact cultures. Because they also, they probably would have killed themselves with drugs. I doubt it. They, <clears throat> was it uh, Bradley Noel was a, a tourist in other people's culture. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I appreciate Bumpin' Uglies being like, uh, they're the only, they're the only of that group of bands that I have any sort of like love for at all, dude, at all. It's not tolerable. It's not <laughs> fucking tolerable that anytime I go to Power Plant Live after hear and I look up and it's like, oh, you know, fucking 
flat brimmed hats and, and aviators. Like, great. I know who the fuck I am right now. <laughs> but I oh I think Bump and Ugly's does Sublime better than Sublime ever did. And that's it. They should they should have just stopped with them. They should be the only ones who are allowed to do that in Maryland. But instead We got a a treasure trove. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's their fault. Because again, they I like their I think they do a good job, but it doesn't help that they all get lumped together. Yeah, like the pain that they've caused the rest of the world, that that hurts me. And I also have met them, and they're really nice. And then I've met the other reggae bands, and it's like, wow, you guys really, you you put a hundred you put a hundred people at a bar in downtown Baltimore, and you really, like, you really think you could start a cult? Like, no, you, <laughs> no, you don't. Bring them here with your words. <laughs> bring them here with an idea, and then I'll be impressed. There you but go. bringing them here. With covers of a band that is already copying another band. <laughs> yeah, let me let me see you do an acoustic show in a library, yeah. <laughs> and then and then I'll then I'll give you some fucking credit. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what so that's where I so if people ask me like what when are you gonna start playing music again that's that's my answer you know I did I, find text messages from you saying we had to start a dad rock band yeah but that doesn't count because that's just dad rock doing dad rock in the dad garage yeah. um, but for any you know any and all answers or any all questions regarding whether I'm willing to play music again well you know I just can't do that I can't I can't I can't listen to another 18 year old Tell me how fucking great they think Pasadena is. <laughs> it's no longer Pasadena. It's I know, I know. It's so it makes it easy. Joey Cape and Joey the Expendables. <laughs> All right, moving on. I just need to get. I need to get this. I need to get this off my chest. I didn't know what this this first podcast was gonna be. I was like, you know. I gotta get back. I gotta get back. Yeah, I gotta get back out there. I gotta let the world know what I'm thinking. And now I'm like, man, Alex, you gotta keep thinking. What are you doing there? What do you got there? He's at lunchtime. Jesus Christ, you've got a bunch of them. I brought a cooler full of bands <laughs> over. All right, well, you, are you trying to are you trying to loosen my lips up more? You want me to talk shit about more bands? Uh, yeah, who else can we talk shit about? Yeah, because at this at this point, it's it's not though. Again, it's we're punching up. Yeah. Nobody listens to this show. Except for Matthew Matthew W. Rockville, who is the only good musician, and he's the only one who's going to be allowed to continue music after my my reign of terror begins. I'm looking through the the format here because and, and I, I Chris, spell... right? It's, it's Chris Dillis. Yeah, Gronk. He's great, but he's not a musician. Don't don't learn how to play music, Chris. Please. Well, don't. Da- Daft Punk broke up, so music is, it, is music's that. done forever. Yeah, whoever is already in it can be grandfathered in, but. I, the cutoff date, man. That was yesterday. Mm-hmm. All right, we're we're actually we're not that behind here. Uh, seeing as the first eight minutes, we're gonna burn and we're gonna put it in a dumpster and we're never gonna talk about it again. That's on the the Patreon. Yeah, pa- Patreon dot com slash haven't made it yet. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get there, but we'll give you all the links at the ad break. So, what the what the flip happened here? All right, because I wanted to keep it PG. What the flip happened? I have like ten points here. And I want to talk about a couple of them. Maybe we'll cancel the XFL because I'm the only one who wants to talk about that. Summer riots. Cancel the XFL just like just like that. Just it's like done. the man did. <laughs> Call Dwayne. Listen, buddy. It's done. It's unless you're willing to sell me the DC Defenders. <laughs> hey, I watched. I watched every game. Mm-hmm. And I, I, don't, I don't watch like any football. No, I was it, sucked in for the love of football. It's mainly just because. 
the idea of Vince McMahon running another company into the ground it, publicly, it, it, it made me aroused. It, it really just, does. It just gets you rock hard. Mm, he's a bad man. Oh, he's a bad oh, the man. baddest of yes, men. <laughs> but we're not going to get it because I, I made a promise to myself. Like, I, we're not getting too far into wrestling rabbit holes. You could hear me talking more and you could hear the excitement in my voice. I'm going to be like, mm. I'm going to just be over here like the Miz. The Miz. No, because he's chant. Uh, anyway, we're not going to stop. Stop it. Um, wrestling is not cool. It's not. I, and I understand that. And it's so hard for me no, man, it's to be cool. Rigel. You this fucking dog. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's I just I'm gonna. Ba- he's he's he's, gonna he's the him? third. Yeah, I'm gonna. Bang him. Oh, M three. <laughs> it's the he's third the third. One. He's the third M three. He's the, he's. The, ow, you're looking. <laughs> look at my foot. Um, oh yeah. Oh, welcome to M three. Imagine you're 19 in Ima- Sarajevo. Imagine <laughs> imagine you're a dog in Sarajevo and you see <laughs> you see some guy eating a sandwich. He's high on meth. <laughs> His pants are off. <laughs> He's just failed at killing the Archduke Ferdinand. It's also 2020. <laughs> you you are also on meth. <laughs> that's a that's new. That's the new hotness. The Dan Carlin impression is the new hotness. I'm all for it. On tour with the impressions was my will be my top ten favorite. Time periods because that I, I've just got to enjoy. Because I, all right, so we'll, we can touch on that real quick. We actually never really put that to podcast too much, the existence of those. And I, I could talk about them real quick. All right, maybe you're some of your memories with them. So I have, I have these three people that live inside of me. They're not characters, they're, they're entities. Um, they're a part of you. They're a part of me. They, they live in me, they you, control me. You lived in their skin. Yes, I just well, they lived in my skin. Yeah. They used me as a big walking Gundam, essentially. So Colonel Robert Parker used me as a big racist Gundam. <laughs> <laughs> so there was. It my, wasn't me. It was the it Colonel. Was the Colonel. <laughs> oh yeah, that was Those were just like hard line, hard line plantation owner. Okay, so yes, there was the Colonel Robert Parker. I did steal that name from uh, WCW wrestling manager. Who was a, a man out of time? It was heavily alluded to that he owned a plantation, <laughs> but it was, it was they never confirmed it. There was Michael, who was addicted to um, everything, everything, but mainly oh. nitrous balloons, oh, yeah. nitrous oxide balloons. And then there was uh, the best. There was there was Coach, the coach, <sighs> Coach, who we're gonna try to bring him in a little bit. All right, maybe to to the ad break stuff. We'll we'll see, but. The coach was a horrible human being, but also had a heart of gold. Um, he was, I guess, I, I did. I almost don't want him to be Canadian anymore, but now he has to be. He's definitely Canadian. Yeah. If he's not Canadian, then he's like, I thought like Chicago or like Minnesota. Well, yeah, or something. definitely Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> so he, I modeled him after Craig Lachlan's voice, and it's all out of love because Craig Lachlan is the greatest voice in sports and in life honestly look like, if you're gonna put that biscuit in the basket you better make sure there's right, plenty yeah, of mustard yeah, on there it. we gotta put the mustard on the biscuit in the basket he's got puck control down low all right and i i've been drinking so much this whole broadcast <laughs> joe b i did hear but i don't know if that's some dumb marcus fucking stories that he would tell but he used to say what you know his 
his shitty season two. Hey, you know what? This story was probably <laughs> bullshit. But this guy we knew, he had these shitty fucking season tickets all the way up in the fucking nosebleeds at Verizon Center. And he used to tell me, like, oh, I would see Craig Lachlan taking shots at the Green Turtle between intermission. And I do believe that. <laughs> I also believe yeah, that. Yeah, but, like, I, I don't believe this person now, in particular. Now he just does it in... Up in the rafters. Yeah, just he sits there. He's got his yeah. little. I imagine he seems like the kind of guy who would have a flask, but it's like a hockey puck flask. It's like she. I like to think his tie is the flax the and, fl- and the flask, and he, he just dips. It's like a camel pack, except yeah. it's a tie. Um. So there was these, yeah, those characters, and I just did them for a week. I stopped because we were on tour for like three and a half weeks, four yeah. weeks. And I did it for a week, and I had to stop because I couldn't be anything else. You were only – you weren't Alex anymore. You no. were only those voices. You My insecurities. One of three. Like, Alex was gone. You, okay. If we asked you a question, you answered in one of those voices depending on the answer you wanted to give. <laughs> and I've never been able to reach that peak again. And I knew it would start to get annoying, so I had to take my life back. I had to take the power back. But that was – God, I was just like, you know what? Insecure. I was out on the road. No one knew who, knew who I was. I'm like, I'm going to be a different person. <laughs> and that is strangely freeing. And I know, I don't think I can be trusted with that again. If I didn't have Michelle and the children, I would have been, I would have lived five lives by now. Like I would have just kept, you know what I mean? Just kept drifting. And just, just like trying drifted to drifted further away from senility. Yeah. And... Just like seduce cougars to, you know, or to pay my way like i would have well you got to i'm six five that's all i have but like that's a that's a specific specific like oh i'm into tall guys like boom i'm already there i'm already there i'm already tall that's how i got michelle that's how i got my wife are you kidding me (laughs) we've both admitted this openly like we were the two tallest motherfuckers in the room we're like oh you're tall well, let's mm-hmm. let's let's see if we can make this work. This is hot. Um, so anyway, all right, God, I have this big list of shit, but you know what? It's we're off the we're back, boys. Okay, this is what happens. Look, we're just having a little shoot around here. Okay, putting the biscuit in the basket. Roman Reigns is out. Shut here. up. <laughs> we're not talking to. Him. Is he the champion? Is he champion is material? He the cha- I don't know. I don't know. Dude, no one fucking knows. <laughs> no one fucking knows anymore. Um. We are going to start our own wrestling company, which just the two of us, every fucking week, no matches. Yeah. Uh, I No, I believe our first match is my brother. We're going to box him. He agreed to box both of us. When was this? I'm excited. When he, got, he was over here, and we were all over here, and he, he agreed. He, he doesn't know. He oh, he doesn't know that he agreed to. Oh, yeah, we said we were going to do boxing night. Okay. Yeah, boxing night. And he agreed to boxing night, whether he wants to or not. All right. Well, anyway, so we've gotten Roman Reigns out of the way. <laughs> we've gotten Brett Reigns out of the way. So I'm, I'm like looking at this list. We have this beautiful show mapped out, and we're just we're just finding ourselves. So Summer Riots, I have nothing to add. Um, you've seen enough. <laughs> Where were we? We were holed up in our homes texting furiously back and forth <laughs> this is where the descent this is where my descent into radical leftist began <laughs> and i'm just like i'm not looking back now it's time i'm ready i'm ready to stop being you know i'm, I'm washing that mitt romney voter stain off of me hey you know mitt mitt could have had a chance <laughs> you mitt, hold on, yeah no you get you know you know what i mean it's like no, like Barack Obama was already Tom Brady by the time Mitt stepped up, and it's like you're gonna get fucking toast. But I, I was like, nah, I'm my my twenty year old Alex, twenty year old Republican, filthy, shaved head Alex, who hadn't 
really started smoking weed yet. Not that hard. It's just essentially like if you kids, if you want to be a radical leftist like me, <laughs> just start smoking a bunch of weed. <laughs> that does that's that'll do it. You won't dream anymore. <laughs> well, as as a leftist, you do you, the luxury of dreams. The luxury of dreams is it doesn't no dead. It it it's dead. There are no more dreams. So. <clears throat> Like if you're sick of having those, do you dream of fifteen dollars an hour and then wake up? And wake up and just in a pool of my own sweat. Like whoa, it should be twenty four. You know, it's it gets rough. So yeah, summer yeah, summer rights. I, I have nothing to add there. I, I we were holed up. I was watching the coverage of it on Twitch, and it was fucking chaos. It's every day in the middle of a pandemic. Young people out in the streets. Just getting their faces shot at. Just getting the shit kicked out of them. The sh- shit kicked out of them. Show up to a peaceful uh, peaceful demonstration. Cops are in riot gear. Dude, those those little zennials are resilient. Because, dude, if I got if I got knocked down, if I got, like, pushed over once, I'm done for the day. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Knees. I'm so old. <laughs> those guys who get the shit beaten out of them and then show back up the next day, like... Oh, yeah, just, you know, I, I took some Kratom. <laughs> I got back in the game, man. Like, I'm also, because I do not take care of myself. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a hard-ridden 28 here. Your body doesn't show it. it thanks. I could pull up my shirt and show you, because it has my Gru-like body. Um, but I, I watch these 19-year-olds, and that, it makes you realize, like, fuck, I'm old. Not old, but, like, I am not the relevant generation anymore. I'm moving out of it. I kind of like advertisers still want to sell to me, but I am, you know, creating, trying to create things for that generation kind of in a way. Well, as a, as somebody who's turning 35 this year, (laughs) you know, you're just in that. Now you're getting into that, uh, Getting older, getting that age where, you know, you run for district seven districts. Yeah. You (laughs) run for district seven. And you're just like, all right, I'm not going to go, uh, Maybe necessarily throw something at at a cop and yell at him, you know. Maybe maybe I run for office. I would. Re- to- I was God. I was ACAB hard fucking core for a long time, and then the Capitol riots happened, and I was like, uh, well, now they hate him too. I, I don't want to. I don't want to hate the same things you hate. <laughs> like, <clears throat> that wasn't lost on me. That a lot was like, of a lot of people had a lot of. Conflict, conflicts oh, yeah. that day with their feelings. Like, oh, super spreader. And then I'm like, ah, oh, but in July, man. That was still very still, much, still very much. And I didn't give them shit them. at all. I didn't give them shit at all. I, I was like free pass. Like that's, I'm biased as fuck. I, I cannot be trusted. This is great, great <laughs> PR for me to be a politician, but I am I'm super fucking biased. Um, cause like when I see my team doing it, but again, if my team had busted through the windows of the Capitol, I, I would have been very quickly able to be like, ah, no, I'm, uh, I'm done here. I'm going to stretch out my arms here down the old dusty trail. Yeah, like a couple of like people setting fire to a CVS. I get it. It's shocking. CVS will build another one. All right. Oh, Nobody yeah. died. Like that's, that's different. And it sucked cause that was a big fire and it was really close to here. And CVS is awesome, you know? Hey, candy. They're okay. Porn. 
they can't get cigarettes anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. But you drugs? Can, you, they still give you a mile of receipts. You can use them as your window shades. You, you, you know? can use them as kindling for the fire that you literally <laughs> set at the CVS. Yeah, I'm trying to go to CVS and get like 10 things, get that mile of paper and just light it on fire. <laughs> but... That was I, I those <laughs> fuck your capitalism. Yeah, dude, I was I was so I would have on my computer screen Twitch set up, uh, watching like the live streams of people just out there, just like all, like there would be like ten screens, it'd be like all over the country, mm. like fuck, this is crazy, and then. On the other screen, like I'm playing like Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing. I'm like, man, this is like crazy, man. Like, I'm, you go, go fucking get them, guys. Like, I, I believe in you. Um, you guys fucking got this. You got my vote. Yeah. So that was that's happened over the summertime. Um, I, I let all of that slide, and then a big thing happens in in in. And I'm not trying to compare the two because you can't because one is they're not they're not comparable. The only thing that's comparable about them is the fact that shit got broke. But again, CVS v Capital. I don't give a shit about CVS. Yeah, like, they'll be okay. <laughs> I barely give a shit about the Capital. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like barely. Like, bar- like uh, the idea of it. It's the idea. Of yeah. It, but it's not the. A lot of the people inside is like, mm, I shared some guillotine memes, so yeah. I really got to be careful. <laughs> I don't hate democracy. I hate that it's corrupt and hypocritical. <laughs> yes. And that it's just that. Yes. I, I, I really don't have anything else to yeah. add. I, I love how I started this. Well, I was like, summer riots. I don't have much else to add. And then I added a lot. Um, that is, again, my descent into radical leftism. Look, is Roman Reigns. Roman is. Listen, like- Roman Reigns <laughs> is going. He, he is. He has declared that he won't do any more matches until the minimum wage is at least $20 an hour. He's a goddamn superhero of the left. So why And is the that? Miz is out here saying he <laughs> wants to keep it at, at seven twenty-five or whatever. Listen, the Miz is out here saying, listen, I back the blue, okay? And I just... <laughs> Miz backs the blue. <laughs> he's from Ohio, man. They're a different breed. All right, uh, Cleveland. So he's out there backing the blue... Hoping his team can win a playoff game. And just, you know, I mean, he's wondering. <laughs> he's, the Miz is wondering why there's certain words he can't say on TV anymore. Okay? <laughs> Never right. offended anybody no, back home. Yeah, it, it didn't. You know, my, 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 all my, all my frat fraternity brothers were like, Miz, we thought that shit was so funny. <laughs> When you said, Miz, when you were on TV, it said, hashtag all lives matter. We were like, fuck yeah. Like, you're, you you represent all of us, if he man. Was, if he was putting out an album, it'd probably be hit number fucking one right now. He's, he's, a, he's a hot commodity. I breaking every promise to everyone who's ever going to listen to my podcast. It's like, I thought he was finally done with that shit. I just keep bringing it back. Roman Reigns. <laughs> all right. Winter is COVID. You already, you know, I don't need to impress you anymore. You already fucking know. A bunch of people are dead. It's balls. It's balls. It's balls. And we are here in front of you today because we, <clears throat> our vaccine heist was successful. Oh, yes. We held up a bunch of old people at gunpoint, mainly Tyler. I want to point out it was Tyler held the gun and you did all of the threatening of the lives. You said, listen, I will, I'll fucking kill. You want to see your grandkids again? And you put that gun right to her temple and you said, if you don't, Get the fuck out of line and give me your COVID vaccine. You're dead. And then I just kind of followed you in. And I was like, I, I, I'm with, I, I mean, 
And I, honestly, I gotta, be, I gotta be responsible here. Like he knocked, he knocked that other woman out. Little did they know, the grandkids were already dead. <laughs> I just did it for fun because Larry, because Larry Hogan made him go back to school. Yeah. Fucking yeah. I just, I just went ahead and just took care of him for him. I got you, Hogs. You wanted those kids dead. <laughs> I, I got your back. Hogan for life. Hogan. Hogan, he, he really is like, because again, I don't, I don't hate him, but he really is that like crossed arms, like common sense solutions. It's like, <laughs> by that you mean like, we just can't, even though Marilyn already has a $15 an hour minimum wage, this exact plan that's being passed right now is already here. So it's not like we stand to benefit from it, but he seemed like the kind of guy who would be like, like, but what does it really mean? Like how much <laughs> more money? What do, what do you think bootstraps? Like he, I feel like he would be Bus- one word away from bootstraps, but he won't Maryland fully go there. is open for business. It's, oh God, he was obsessed with which that. is bullshit. I've spent the last couple months fucking <laughs> filling out all these forms and licenses and contracts to start my own business. And you know what? Maryland is not open for business because every goddamn roadblock that is put in my goddamn way is nonsense. Yeah, every county operates by themselves you get a license for state of maryland and like all right cool and you think you're in business but you're not no you're not you have to go to each individual county because nobody cares about each other and they all don't give a shit they're like oh you went and got something at the state level go fuck yourself we're open (laughs) for business Mm. here in now here in maryland oh larry hogan here (laughs) in maryland we're open for business Except if you are a bearded, except if you're a bearded man trying to run an electrician business, you are not open for business. His begging children to go back to school, which is bullshit because it's stupid. They make them sit at their computers at desks in little fucking cubicles. Not ready to put my kid in a cubicle yet. I'm not ready for him to feel that crushing weight yet. And yet, fucking common sense solutions voted for fucking Ronald Reagan in the presidential election. Larry Hogan. Uh, is like we're you know uh, there's it, the CDC there's no evidence that COVID doesn't spread at schools. Are, 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 what are you fucking stupid? Kids, That's, it's it, all right. They use the kids are normally during flu season the goddamn enemy. Fucking lick they, they fucking lick the, each other and shit. They like, are the enemy in flu season. They are. They're <laughs> disgusting. I love my children. I love them with all of my heart. I, I hope I speak for you when I say that too. But yeah. Anders, yeah, he, he's float <laughs> he's floating out of grossness though. He's getting a little older. My son, my children, they're still in that pit of just like they can have chocolate on their face for eight hours. And it's like, how the fuck do you not feel that? <laughs> do you not does that not hurt you? Because I would be ready to die. Like, just... You've had syrup on your hand for two days. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it helps me pick things up. Yeah. <laughs> Notice uh, how I can pick things up so much yeah. better, Dad. Thanks. Yeah, so you got you got him out there, you know, him and his common fucking sense solutions. So I, I can't even... We were somewhere, and I'm glad we're on this now. We were at Roman Reigns. We're at Roman Reigns. <laughs> no, because I want to bring the... Because winter is COVID, yeah. Because uh, this, this is a perfect way to segue into Machine Gun Kelly. Because uh, we're we're getting we're, we're a in the last right spot. That's I wish the best part of COVID was Machine Gun Kelly. And I don't care that it would have been. I would have only done one album. I would have traded all of the research I did on Sublime, and done it all on Machine Gun Kelly. That one specific album, or what led up to it? <laughs> yeah, getting t- trampled by Eminem 
Um, oh yes. Who Eminem's a fun one, isn't he? You know, just he's just like I mean, I can't be homophobic. I'm friends with Elton John. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I I, I know I caught a bunch of people fags in my music and and vilified gay people, but like Elton John's my friend, and you know, feels so empty without me. You guys remember that one? <laughs> I'm sober now. Without me, <laughs> sober and sad. Sober, yeah. No, nah, I'm. I, Hot take. Uh, I liked Eminem when he was on drugs. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked a lot of people when they were on drugs. It's not my problem. Like, which is all right. Now, now go back to us shitting on Sublime. <laughs> Look, basically, what we're saying is here: we're all hypocrites. Yeah. And earlier when I said I don't hate democracy, I hate hypocrites. I, I just everybody's a goddamn hypocrite. Oh, we hate ourselves so much. <laughs> it's okay. I'm the first to admit that I'm a dirty, filthy hypocrite, and that's why I have a podcast, because I'm not afraid to be one. I will put my hypocrisy on fucking record, and you can pick it apart, and when present, you can present it to me in the middle of an argument, and I will say, I don't care. I just, I just don't care. When What did I say to you? Uh, oh, when, when the law is against you, use facts. When facts are against you, use the law. When both are against you, fuck them, attack them. And that's, attack the prosecution. And, and ta- everyone should tattoo that on their chest <laughs> right now. Um, but Machine Gun, Machine Gun Kelly, that album, Tickets to My Downfall, I... Ever, it's like the horn was sounded like all these like tw- late twenties, early late thirties, sometimes even in the forties. We heard just in the distance this loud, almost like conch shell. We look to the we look to the sun. We look to the we look to the east and riding in on just a very flamboyant boat. Still didn't change the his image much. It made us all very uncomfortable. I, I don't understand uh, that you know pop imagery but then the tunes that accompanied him they were soft and sweet and 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 harmon and harmonies and travis barker was there and i was was, oh you know i'm all in then i i (laughs) i I was in shock i was like he he's the chosen one (laughs) he's the one who's going to restore balance to the pop punk force he's the one who's going to help me in exacting personal revenge on all those fucking youtubers that are under 25 <laughs> that have those videos to say why pop punk sucks. Fuck you. You weren't there for it. You didn't live it, man. And I hate you. And Machine Gun Kelly, he legitimizes me and my opinions on pop punk. <laughs> that people still like it. If that's the horse I have to back, if it's I, the horse I'm going to back, goddammit. Dude, I will cheer. <laughs> I have rooted for the, 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 the the Eagles to beat the Cowboys so the Giants can get into the playoffs. I like I <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. You can you can root for the Penguins to beat a team to get the Caps in the playoffs. It hurts a little bit. It's oh, not yeah. fun. I've I've rooted for, I've watched a game and been like I'd prefer them to win. Exactly. the Flyers. Really I just want both of them yeah. to break. And it was really like it was like Kelly if you're even if you if this is a one time popping off do this Welcome. You are invited to the the, the the pop punk gathering. You're invited to the. We're gonna put the X's on your hands, all right, and we're gonna let you into the the church where they're having a pop punk show. And no one's religious, weirdly, but it's the only place that. But there's a prayer beforehand. Yeah, it's which, yeah, everybody's, which is everybody's gonna pray, and a lot of people are gonna close their eyes, they're gonna look up and like wink at each other and be like, "We're, we're gonna, I'm gonna fucking finger you. I'm gonna finger you in the field later." <laughs> Because this is a church event. <laughs> very, very specific, <laughs> sir. Dude, it was so much fun. I love every part of that album. I love the 
extended version. Like, I, I, it's just, it's not a guilty pleasure. I don't feel guilty. Fuck you if you think I'm gonna feel guilty, <laughs> world. But it, it I, was, I have no guilty pleasures. No, it's they're just. I will tell you what I enjoy. Somebody tried to shame me one time for jazz. Dashboard confessional, and I mm. went. No, you need to fuck off right now because Chris that's... Caraba has a has a small key to my heart, and mm-hmm. he can unlock it anytime he wants. He can unlock any. He can unlock anybody's pants if he wanted to. That, that's man, woman, uh, anything in between. If Chris Caraba wants to fuck you, <laughs> you're gonna let him. <laughs> you know, you just like he's not even gonna sing it, so he'll just play like the the beginning to stolen. You know, like. You're like, I guess I gotta suck off Chris Caraba now. Like I'm I do think I liked him better with shorter hair. He's got it, a, he's got long hair now. It's it all it all works. All right, listen, we're gonna put a we're gonna put a <laughs> we're gonna put a poll up, all right? And it's just like would you bang Chris would you let Chris Caraba bang you or would you bang Chris Caraba? And you you just pick one or the other. I I because it's I, I I'm all in. I'm all in. So we'll, we'll put a poll we'll put a poll uh, poll at the bottom is would you let Chris Caraba from Dashboard Conventional Fuck you, or would you fuck him? And That's Joe Jorgensen's America. And that, and that brings us, yeah, and that brings us to uh, the final segment of the first hour. Uh, Joe Jorgensen's America, and Joe Jorgensen's America would be a lot better if Chris Caraba was her running mate, but sadly wasn't. So we had to deal with Spike, Spike <laughs> Cohen, and Joe and Spike. They they don't care who dumps what into what rivers. They don't care what chemicals go into your food because Not in my America, what? you can smoke weed. And murder your neighbor. Deregulate. Deregulate to a fault. <laughs> Do you have a pint full of oil just sitting in your driveway that you need to get rid of? There's Throw it at a- your neighbor and set him on fire. No, no, no. There's a goddamn sewer built right into your street, and it it says no dumping. You just cover that up. You know why? Because deregulation. Deregulation. Paint it right over. Dump that oil right down that goddamn sewer. Every county gets its own power grid. Everyone, you you see Texas out there? That's rookie shit. Ooh. Rookie shit. Anne Arundel County and PG <laughs> County separate power grids. If one goes down, fuck them. <laughs> everyone and we put a fucking roadblock up. Like you can't fucking come to our bars here. You stay here in the in the lightless part of town. Oh. And you're <laughs> you ever seen like snowplow trucks and how they react when they hit the border of the city? Dead stop. Dead Three stop. feet of snow. Dead styled up, like make it. Through Don't this. give a fuck. That's how I want every city and county to treat each other. Every time there's a black, <laughs> every time there's a blackout, there's just police lined up, <laughs> their guns drawn on each other. Again, uh, that's just, how you make cops better. You turn them against each other, like circa Hurricane Katrina, New Orleans. You just fuck them and you surround them mm-hmm. and you push them back in. It, Joe Jorgensen's America, all right. And this is she because I was, you know. I could have been considered for the cabinet. I'd like to think. I like to think that she would have answered my letters finally. Um, and my job to solve the police issue was like, just make it on site. Like, tell every Anne Arundel County officer, like, if you see a buoy cop, <laughs> you gotta shoot him. That's your fucking duty. <laughs> like, create infighting. Again, this is all just taking place out of the FBI's fucking playbook in the eighties. Yeah, like instead of injecting crack into you know like minority communities start injecting crack into police communities Joe Jorgensen's America Joe, Joe Jorgensen's America like get these cops on drugs Ooh. different drugs get them fighting over the drugs oh I like that yeah and so then, different counties got different vibes yeah exactly you know? like Anne, like Anne Arundel County like we'll just make them all like do fentanyl 
and PG County cops. So there's no cops. <laughs> Just, well, no, we'll cycle them in and get the young Oh, folks. okay. Um, PG County cops. Crack. Like, we're going to do crack, yeah. cocaine. Montgomery there's a, County cops. There's a lot cops. going on through the evening. You got to keep them up. Well, Montgomery County cops, who are like in the other, like, they're the kind of DC outliers. Hallucinogens. Acid. We're going to create this kind of wall around DC where one half of it is cops on crack, and the other half is chill cops on acid. Depending on the party you want, you know, you just choose which side of DC you want to leave on. Exactly. If you know, <laughs> choose which kind of you want to get killed by a guy on crack, and you want to get killed by a cop on acid. You have you have choices now. You don't know. It's an adventure, no matter what. Yeah. It's a choose your own adventure. So, I'm really bummed that the election didn't go Joe's way. Uh, the real Joe, the Joe we all wanted to win. Uh, all right, Joe <laughs> Biden, <laughs> George. Babe, oh, where, where, where have you been for this whole bit, Tyler? <laughs> I got confused. You still think about Chris Carrab? You can't. Uh, you no, got... think about Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman <laughs> Reigns, America. Yeah. Everybody gets a swan dive. I actually don't know his like finisher move. Swan. You fu- <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you do this on purpose to fucking make me angry. So you're, you're you're baiting me into 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 like going into a full like <laughs> the rock, filibuster. The Rock is going to lay down a stone cold stunner like no other. The Rock is is <laughs> he is preparing everyone. The Rock is <laughs> he's preparing everyone for when he runs for president with this fucking Young Rock show. He's absolutely <laughs> priming you. I want nothing more than uh, a f- XFL owner, action movie star, star professional wrestler. Yeah, we want to do be. this again. That's. Arnold Schwarzenegger's wet fucking dream. Yeah, it really he is. He wishes he was positioned where The Rock was. Well, no. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger was essentially just a celebrity Joe Jorgensen, you know, except like, you know, he he hit me. And I think he's more tolerant now. I hope, God, I hope so. But he hit everyone with that famous, uh, uh, I have no problem with gay marriage, but uh, I don't think it should be legal. It's like, okay. Ooh. All right. I like that. I, I, I like we worked it. Let's let's back it up, Arnie. Let's back it up a little bit. But he never really did. He would just be like, I don't know. I respect. I guess I can respect people who go with that that line of uh, answering. <laughs> just Bold like choice. Just like oh, like you know, I got I got no problem with electric cars, but like I think we should just you know just kill Elon Musk. <laughs> I think Tesla should be dismantled mm. and thrown to the corners of the. Of I don't the planet. think. See, I don't think Tesla employees should have the same rights as me, but I don't <laughs> have any problem with them. You know, I just I don't like that that they exist. Like I sit up at night and I'm like, I hate Tesla so much. But anyway, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Joe Jorgensen's America. That's what we're living in here, and th- this this first hour is coming to. We're wrapping it up. We haven't podcasted in six months, but I feel like we're shaking off the we're shaking off the rust a little bit. I feel less rusty. Maybe it's the drink. Maybe it's the it's the wild baskets. The wild, yeah, the wild baskets. Because we're not even going to talk about Tiger King because that's not fun anymore. It's not. That's not. That stopped being fun when the world went to shit. That used to be the like worst thing. That could have been the worst thing in our lives. Not gonna lie. I was pulling that Trump was gonna. Me too. Gonna pardon him. Me too. And, Absolutely. And he, too. it's not not because he's a good guy. Because we deserve it. Because yeah. we the people we deserve after all the cosmic bullshit that we've been through. After all the 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 I, I just look around. I don't need to tell you. You saw it. You've all everyone's experienced the last couple of years. I just we deserve that. We deserve after all the terrible chosen chaos. You know that's the chaos we want. Yeah, like I want to see. I want to see Joe out and about. I don't want to see every 
person that murdered tigers and you know abuse animals out on the street i don't i don't i don't i almost want to i want him to be just this sacrificial like you exist to to, to please us now to serve us and i know that you think this is great us. yeah but joe i'm gonna need you to get back on the meth <laughs> have a camera crew follow you around and this time they won't be able to cut the racism out Ooh, yeah, they won't let's just you exist for us now that's what I feel like. I feel like, honestly, if I was a judge, I'd be like, this is what you have to do. You're, we're going to commute your whole sentence, but I'm going to need you to smoke this meth right now. He, he's going to be right there on the judge. Well, judge, here's my secret. <laughs> I was never off meth. <laughs> I've been slamming this shit the whole time. Toilet meth, baby. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so those were those were the, the, the fun times. Um, but that was... We're going we're gonna to wrap up hour one with... Actually, so... Tyler's lockdown meltdown. I have this added here. I don't know what this was. Did you did did we have a note? Was there a note? Did you have some sort of breakage, or was that or was that just us My being cheeky? Lockdown. Oh, that was just you asked what I'd been up to, and I sent you a paragraph of everything I had been up to That's right. daily, from like big poops, building a garden. Uh, we had a, a racist man come inspect our driveway. All That's the good right. the good stuff, That's you know, right. that uh, the world has to offer. Racist contractors are what Nest cameras were made for. They, I've seen so many videos. There's one where the these contractors show up and they got a big old Confederate flag on the back, and uh, it's this black lady's house, and she walks right the fuck out. She just goes, "No, no, no, I'm so, I'm sorry, no, you have to go." And it's just like, mm-hmm. and that's why I our sponsor today is Nest Nest cameras. <laughs> <laughs> My camera has caught catch your racist contractor so much. All right, so packages getting delivered. Everybody has probably seen the memes, the video memes of you know different deliveries. You got the UPS, FedEx, USPS. Yes, yes. What's a I forget the other one that's like yellow and red. DHL. Yeah, DHL. DHL. They don't get a lot of love. No. Um, but it's true, FedEx. Is the worst, and there, and I just have video proof now at this point, and it's just I got a delivery, and they dropped that shit off the back of the truck, and then it was a big square package. They rolled that shit up my yard and just leaned it on a planner, and I got another one the other day where like a guy came sprinting up and just threw something at my door, mm-hmm. and it was it was. It was that glass frame. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> it was a picture frame and he just like chucked it at my door. We're just fly- like we're just hoping that people who ship these Etsy fucking stores like oh, I hope you bubble wrapped it. Like I hope you hope we didn't just chuck it in a box. Yeah. But that uh that that concludes our first hour. We're going to cut to a couple ads here. Uh they're not real ads. We wish they were and they could be real. All you have to do is pay us. Remember, Money. Craigslist, we'll sell your couch. Uh, I'm trying to sell a couch right now. Hey, I'm trying to sell a couch right now. It's red, <laughs> and it's like 38 inches. Do you want a couch? You want a I've couch. got a couch for you. All right, so... Uh, call me now. Call Miss, me. Get this couch. Mr. Tyler, call <laughs> me now. All right, so we will return after this quick commercial break uh, with the, the second half of our show. We have a, a just a little preview. Uh, we're going to be covering our musician friends who are desperate to spread COVID, um, we're going to be speaking about uh, a little celebrity from the Capitol insurrection that, well, oh. you you know, my wife knows. I, did, I I haven't had to, you know, I haven't had the pleasure. Um, also, 
Jessica Hare. We need to talk about her. We need to talk about her website. And we need to talk about taking her down. Crime, baby. Crime. Crime and Crofton. Crime and Crofton. So we will see you after this quick commercial break. Bye. I'm just I'm cutting, I'm cutting us back in right now. Uh, part two. We just we just tried. It was about like an old man voice. I'm so old. I'm so old. <laughs> Dan Carlin, an old man here for Kratom. Yeah, what? <laughs> Create me. <laughs> Don't. I'm so old. I'm so old. Don't create me. <laughs> I've I've been feeding this old man Kratom for weeks. I'm like a bear in winter. I'm all stopped up. Do you have any butterscotch? No, but I, I do have some fentanyl for you. <laughs> I know we've been talking about World War One a lot, old man. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> well, the only reason you're locked up in my basement... <laughs> the only reason you have that... The only reason you have that tube in your arm... <laughs> Running a constant stream of fentanyl in my podcast into your body and ears is for this ad for Blue Chew. I, I'm dying, but I'm rock hard. I'm it's, gonna die with my cock in my hand. All right, everyone, we're we're back. We've been. This is when you get a lunch break. When you have when you have a when you have a good old fashioned lunch pail podcast like the two of us have here. Okay, when you when you pack your lunch pail, you pull up your bootstraps. You go to work like we do. You get to have fun like that. <laughs> you get to have good times. Look, it day in and day out, <clears throat> the grind. You the know, grind, you know. Sometimes when you're on the grind, you know, you get to take a little break. You're on the grind. You're on the grinder. I mean, on you're the just, grinder. You're just out there. You're just out there trying to get it, get after it. You yeah, know. Sometimes with, with your boys, you get after it. You get up to it, men. Look, when I need to get after it, blue chew. <laughs> when you need to get up and get, get after, after it. it. Uh, thank you very much. Um, they will sponsor us eventually. I am calling my shot. I am Babe Ruth. I am a, imagine a rock hard Babe Ruth calling a shot, pointing to the upper deck of the polo grounds, wherever the fuck the Yankees played in the twenties. Doesn't matter. (laughs) All that matters is that Babe Ruth's dick is fully erect for the just stream of women he cheated on his wife with and also beat. I, I think this is the little blue chew. <laughs> blue chew. Blue chew. Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth cheated on his wife. <laughs> and he did that day in and day out grinding when you got to get up and get out. Blue chew. Blue chew. Babe Ruth. All right. I'm ready. All right. Hot I think, take. I think we're ready. I think Trump should have won the election. <laughs> there we go. And here's, and here's why. And here's why. His inauguration would have been lit. So much better. <laughs> so we actually have that here. All right, that's the first, that's the first thing for hour two, is how <laughs> fucking bad that inauguration was, and how much it sucked, and how boring it was, and how good that was. There's a there's a goodness to that, but again, see the fact that we didn't get Ted uh, a bill, all right, a, a concert, a bill, so to speak. That would have been packed with people because you know it would oh, have been fucking. There was almost nobody in the crowd. Yeah, there would be no 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 restrictions at barely at a anybody showed up. Yeah, <laughs> like let's just we're going to 
And it does tie into our next uh, point here about our, our we want to talk about our certain. We have a group of friends that were really active in in the COVID scene, and we want to shout them out. But <laughs> there there would have been a huge, massive crowd just swelled with excitement for Ted Nugent. All right. Oh, oh who, you know he would have been. Poem. Yeah, he would. He would have been the inaugural poet and played oh, music. Yeah. He would have told double duty. <laughs> oh, a fucking double threat. Trapped would have done. what you say? You said it was America the Beautiful. Oh yeah, trapped definitely was doing America the Beautiful. Just get Kimberly Guilfoyle up there to sing the national anthem. She's got spunk. No, no, She's no, got no, energy. No. no, no, it's Morgan Wallen, but Morgan. only after he drops the n bomb. <laughs> We allowed into the mic. Yeah, it just that's how he starts. Because nobody, nobody knows who the fuck he is before that. It's only after he. I drops. don't know who that is. Oh, but I'm yeah. gonna look right. So oh, this is why. This is why we have the double, the double laptop stuff. So Morgan Wallen. Whoa, wow, that came up. The voice. Okay, what did you do? Oh, okay. Isn't this the guy who got kicked off a of Saturday Night Live? Well, yeah, he, he he like fucked that up, and then he got caught on somebody's. Oh, we Morgan talk, Wallen. Yeah, somebody got caught at, on somebody's Nest camera. There we go. Hurl, Morgan Wallen hurls N word outside home after rowdy night with friends. Yeah, like I feel like a suit. Like hopefully he, hopefully he does that sooner. In you know, in in Trump's America, because according to the Donald Dot Win, March fourth, there's still time for this. Well, yeah, oh yeah, March fourth, he's coming back. He's he's coming we back. Get, we got a double inauguration. I'm. Dude, I'm so excited. I don't. That first one wasn't like uh, the Lady Gaga hostage situation was not. I don't know. She was horrified. I she don't was, know who was holding a gun to her back, but someone. She looked terrified. Dude, I think that uh, Charles, the guy, Goodwin, Godwin, uh, the one, who, the one who saved everyone. Oh, uh, literally everybody. Yeah. Um, he probably had a gun to Gaga's back. Like this bitch, don't you fucking move. You're gonna go up there. Like she probably showed up wearing something funny. Like take that fucking meat dress off right now. All I want. This is, is loaded. Dress. This is loaded. Gaga, <laughs> put a couple of rounds in the sealant to remind her. Like remember where you are, okay? These Secret Service people have sniper rifles trained on your head at all times. If you fucking try to bust into Pop Pop Poker Face. We're splattering your brains on the wall. <laughs> I got trapped, locked and loaded, ready to ready go. Ready to go to, to just take like your spot. We will immediately cut to them in studio. <laughs> we will cut to we will cut to trapped in studio. Ready, <laughs> ready to take your part. And you know what? You see this little delay button here? The American people will be none the wiser. We'll find another gaga. Goddamn. Joe Jorgensen's America. <laughs> Joe Jorgensen's America. Does, does Lady Gaga refuse to play your inauguration here in Jojo? Jo- <laughs> Who would play Joe Jorgensen's inauguration? Dude, like, what would her lineup be? It would just be like, fucking. <laughs> um, she'd probably, I don't know, find enough money to get the Beastie Boys to reunite. You know, like make like prove what, a point. Like, a hologram. Like, exactly. Well, no, I feel like prove a prove a point. But like, I do, I do have enough money to make the beast the the. Fucking major left wing Beastie Boys abandoned all principles and play at my inauguration. I have that capital, and it came from the United States government. That's right. I'm fucking starving the beast. I'm cutting it open like Catch a pinata. And I, I mean, I gotta think like, oh, Abba again, money because mm. they were offered two billion dollars to reunite for a tour, and they said no. From what I understand, that's some real hate. That's some real how much money? Two. All right, you know what? Again, we're. The second part of the show is it's a fact hunt. 
So back, back how much for ABBA? Oh, I didn't even scroll down in your notes. See, I didn't even see hour two. Look at that. Reunion. Yeah, did what did you think? We're not fucking winging it like we're not crazy. Oh, holy shit. There actually was, was uh, let's see. As a reunion ticket, the band has always been hot. Yeah. ABBA was reported to have turned down $1 billion to re- reunite in 2000. Why would the, you turn that down? Um, You fucking hate the other people in ABBA, I imagine. I don't know. Like, maybe you have, like, if you had enough money and you hated all the other people in ABBA, you're like, I. A billion dollars, you could ride in separate buses, you know? I know. But they did reunite in 2016. What? I right, so fold on. So, Joe Jorgensen, Joe what did you do? <laughs> behind the she was working hey, behind Joe the Joe Jorgensen's America. ABBA is always together. <laughs> ABBA never broke up. <laughs> What's the movie that uses all their songs? Uh, shit with a 007 in it. I can't think of what the hell's it called. I don't know, but I think they're working with with the dude from Avatar. What? Present reunion. Holy shit! Are they in Avatar? <laughs> you imagine if Avatar <laughs> take just... a chance on me? <laughs> oh God, we have been singing. Could have done. Yeah, I've been singing, dude. Take I a chance, take a chance on me. I love Abba. I uh-huh. they're they're kick ass. All right, anyway, we we gotta we gotta get into. We have a packed second hour here. All right, in front of our live studio audience, um, we, we can't let them down. They're very they're not applauding for anything. They're being they're being real stingy audience and starting to piss me off a little bit. They're not good people. <laughs> they're bad people. <laughs> All right, Donald's inauguration. That was lower. We're already there now, so we might as well finish it. Because Joe Jorgensen, we just know that she would spend a shit ton of money. Um, you know, just like like Jeep and Bruce Springsteen's fucking. Oh my Super God. commercial. And he gets arrested for DUI like two days later. And he later. was like under the limit too. Yeah. Which was bullshit. That's, yeah, fuck that. That sucks. But at the same time, I'm still very mad at him for that Jeep commercial. So, you know what? <laughs> fuck you, Bruce. <laughs> hey, every, he, he, maybe he needs a paycheck. Good and good for him. That's great. But then don't go around saying like, oh, I believe in the heartland of America. And I still do power slides at 70. Um. You know, I don't take corporate pack money, but Jeep, I'll take your money. You know, where's Jeep out of? I'm yeah. just bothered by the faux political ads. Like, if, if Bruce Springsteen would have just done a kick-ass ad where he's like turning and burning <laughs> a Jeep, and born in the USA, is blasted in the background. Um, fuck yeah, that's awesome. But don't try to like make some short film about the heart of America. You know, and then kind of at the Jeep end of was it, he driving? was it the one with, shitty? Was fucking, it the truck bed one? I don't care. I it hate was a that shitty, one. It was a shitty white Jeep. Just a shitmobile. It, it just really, and it's like Bruce, you wouldn't drive that. Stop pretending like you live, like you. I know you live in New Jersey, but you don't live in New Jersey anymore, Bruce. Like you, <laughs> you. Whenever we go out driving, if I see that Jeep that looks like a pickup truck now, I point it out. I point it out to Callie, and I hate it. I despise it. It's so ugly. You just disrespect it's, it. I just shit on it constantly. <laughs> I. It's so dumb. <clears throat> Like just buy at that point buy a truck. You're not a truck company. Yeah, yeah. you're not. Well, what if you were a truck company? You're not. Yeah, it's like you, you're gonna you start make, doing you make paper Jeeps. top Jeeps for fucking douchebags and and um, war criminal warlords. War, yeah, <laughs> war, same like, with the zoo, same with the Zuzu pickup trucks. You, yes, <laughs> you you make vehicles that easily flip and sell them to fucking warlords. <laughs> And it, I assume hoping that it. they die. Like, yeah, like that's, is I guess that's their business plan. You that's know, their next you, ad. You know, what? like we we've killed more <laughs> terrorists and warlords 
We've squashed more rebellions here at Jeep. <laughs> Our fucking Jeeps are guaranteed to flip. <laughs> Got somebody you don't love? Give them a Jeep. Yeah. Flip it. And I feel like at, you know, at, at Judge Jorgensen's inauguration, she would have brought Bruce Springsteen, right? She would have had him tied to the front of a Jeep like in Mad Max. Just, you know, naked and be like, yeah, yeah, I got paid $2 million for this. This is Bruce Springsteen's dick. Vote for me. Joe Jorgensen's America. <laughs> look, what I can, look what I can fucking make happen. The power buddy. I am deregulated, deregulated fucking his clothing. I am a mob boss, okay? And I'm not pretending anymore. For real, like that's that's what we missed out on. But because, you know, I guess we're afraid to America's afraid to vote for a woman, all right? You'd rather vote for those two old fucking white dicks. Here you got Joe, the real Joe, Joe with no E, <laughs> ready to just be like, "Look, you can smoke all the pot you want." I, as well, you can also <laughs> dump all the oil you want down the sewer. Yes, we need every teacher to have at least an AR-15. Like that's the that's the new sidearm. How are you going to protect your, your those little children without a gun? Yeah, you know. And if they get a line, it's the implication that they could be killed by their teachers with an assault rifle. It's yes. not like you will know the teachers like a teacher won't snap, and they won't kill their entire class with a. Air fifteen, but the implication, you know, if the as, possibility is there. As again, it's just this is. They always say Simpsons predicted, but I feel like Always Sunny has predicted it better. They they've really mapped out what it takes to be uh, a modern person. You know, uh, make Joe Jorgensen's America is featured heavily. Yes. in the lore of that show. I, okay? I agree. That's no live regulations. In, just live in fear. <sighs> Pure fear. Joe like, Jorgensen's America. Do you do you have old batteries? Just <laughs> just take those batteries, just chuck them, and just cut them open, drain them. You know, fucking drain them in your driveway. Hey, you know where they're gonna go? Down the sewer. Down the sewer. What's down this? What the fuck is down the sewer? It's gone. Hey, dip it your, doesn't matter. Dip your bullets in them. Dip what? What? What am I? I'm just talking. I'm just thinking out dip loud. Dip your bullets here. in batteries. Make them more powerful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like make it. We're, we will let you mustard gas your neighbors. Fuck it. Geneva Convention, done. Neighbor's dog giving you a little bit of trouble, taking a shit in your yard? Stand mm-hmm. your ground. Shoot stand, that dog. Stand ground. Joe Jorgensen's America. <laughs> that would have been if you just woke up that morning. <laughs> it's like, what do you do? What does the country do? She, in her, was it, uh, it's like, what's the State of the Union address? She wish she would have been like, look, I saw the purge. I didn't think it was a bad idea. Joe Jorgensen's America. Joe Jorgensen's America. We're just gonna we're gonna start. Bat- Listen, dumping batteries, dumping acid, free weed. Mm. Except it's not free. You got to pay for it. But like, you're like it's more like a free love type of thing. We're yeah. There, um, but you need to pay for it. Just like sex, you, everyone must pay for it. Uh, <laughs> Look, everybody hates their neighbors, but we can't just go around purging them. No. How about community kill zones? <laughs> We got a nice. Everybody's every town's got a square. Every property line is an automatic kill zone. Well, right? obviously, the, yeah. The, but the only safety you have is on public streets and barely public sidewalks. Because I'm going to be straight with you, okay? Because I'm Joe Jorgensen. I own I these sidewalks. Yeah, I, I'm Joe. I'm I shoveled Joe. them when the snow came around. I own them. Yeah, 
I'm going to stand my ground. Yeah, I shoot from the hip here at Joe Jorgensen's America, okay? I'm her press secretary, Alex Walski. Nice to meet you. From the hip, the other hip, my ankles, my... Because I have a gun everywhere yeah. on my body at all times. you seen Die Hard? I got to, like, tape to my back. <laughs> and they're everywhere. Uh, we missed out. We really, like, the vision of America isn't being realized. Unless you can just slaughter your neighbors... You're, as long as they come on your property, like, don't just go out killing people. That, fuck that. Obviously, that's, wrong. that's a little, that's crossing the but line. But if anyone just crosses the threshold of your property, it's fair game. It's like, yeah. it's, it's the hunting season. It's born identity, baby. Like, Do you have owls? Do those <laughs> owls cross your property line? They are now your owls. <laughs> Joe Jorgensen's America. You owe these owls. All right, we've riffed on Joe Jorgensen's America <laughs> now. I love it went from Trump's inauguration to like, man, Joe's would have been so much better. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like, like Joe Biden is his like third place. Just boring, sucked. Um, Gar- I mean, w- there's no jokes left to make about Garth Brooks that aren't that aren't original. Like I can't, I don't want to pile on to the guy, but when he when he did come out, like he, it's almost like he walked out jeans first. It's like it's the first <laughs> thing that I noticed. I was you like, you were very excited. No, that was not excitement. That was that was respect. Uh, no, I was I was. I was upset, but upset. like upset. But they were they were looking good. No, mm. <laughs> agree to disagree. A big giant belt buckle, and then like I remember he like shouted out lady. It was like Lady Gaga or J Lo's personal stylist. Like, oh, you you helped get this old cowboy ready for inauguration day. Like they like did his what hair. the fuck? That's what you look like. Like <laughs> what? Shut up, Chris Gaines. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't you couldn't put on a pair of dress pants for one fucking day you could like you know, all right hulk hogan you couldn't take the fucking bandana off for court for fucking court the court case where you're about to bankrupt an entire awful company but company nonetheless yet you show up with a with a dress bandana the head ba- or the bandana where he literally makes the legal argument that his character is different than him, than him. and he showed up <laughs> In his character's garb. <laughs> yeah, like that's what a Hulk holster looked like when he was going out. And he tried to say that, no, 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 when I'm not on TV and in the ring, I'm not the Hulk. And you show up to court as the Hulk. Yeah, so so Garth, <laughs> dick, like I I was I was so hurt and if and for America <laughs> when Garth Brooks came out. And I really, it was the, that was the worst show I've ever watched was Joe Biden's inauguration. And I was like, all right, good. I returned to boring. I returned to just a 57 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Just a real, real average. Like this is a real matrix revolutions, you know, just a real, okay. I mean, I'm here. I've invested a lot of time in the rest of this. <laughs> um, had to cheer for a lot of people that I didn't really want to cheer for. So I got to finish this out. But like just right after inauguration day, I was like, all right, let's go. Like, let's get ready for normal disappointment. Mean, <laughs> meme time. Oh, just ready. Just just primed and ready to go just to be like, yeah, you know, that uh, that old guy, that other old guy in Brooklyn, the the, the, the Brooklyn fella. Um, they, say, they say he's from Vermont, but he's from, we all know he's a Brooklyn <laughs> boy. Yeah, he's looking pretty pretty tasty right now, isn't he? But it's okay. We, because he's no Joe Jorgensen. No, he's but not. you know, he'll get you there. All right. Well, we we need to move on to really pressing issues. And honestly, let's talk about a person who wants to take their life back, Tyler. 
a friend of ours who decided to bravely just just put herself themselves <laughs> out on the line um and and just proudly declare that listen I will kill and I I am stealing your joke here but <laughs> I will kill an entire room full of people so they have to listen to me do lines uh, landslide covers okay <laughs> I butchered a very good joke but none, nonetheless our musician friends who we in the first half of the show very sheepishly and awkwardly because we hadn't had enough uh, to drink yet sort of kind of me you know gave some shit too now they need to then t- now they need to feel the heat they need to feel the heat okay and Joe Jorgensen's America Joe Jorgensen's America because the only thing Joe wouldn't have put up with was people destroying her poor economy with COVID alright she would have shut it down sent out the checks then after you know the 14 days to, to stop the spread which would have worked in JJ's America um, we would have been out there playing shows again but instead we have a bunch of selfish friends who are just like you know they need to hear me the people need me I'm going to kill all of them. <laughs> Look. So come see me at Blackwell Hitch this Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> these, these covers are important. And I have to play them. <clears throat> it really did seem to get to a point where friends who I knew and like just got along with, they were just desperate to... Like, well, we don't do science anymore. We were fine. I guess they really... It's like the, I don't know, it is, I guess, selling out in a way. Like, these, a lot of these people are probably, like, anti-sellout musicians. Like, nah, you're selling out right now because you kind of got to live the dream a little bit and didn't have to work a day job because you, you know, played these bar gigs, which is awesome, good for you. And then you realized that there's no security in that. Uh, and you're like, everyone needs Who would have thought? Everyone, everyone needs to feel bad. It's like, I feel bad for... Shit, a band like the Bumpin' Uglies, who they had an enterprise. They even like a band like Pasadena, who you know doesn't exist, but you know what I mean. They it's they were Joey Cape and the Expendables. They, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but like those those fucking those fucking groups out there, they're enterprises. They are more than they're fucking merch companies, and they're which is a band. That's exactly another term for a band. You're a <laughs> Multimedia merch mm-hmm. company, <laughs> but I, I can understand like a lot of people like losing out on small businesses. And there's even like and there's one one in particular who we know who I'm talking about. Who I'll I'd even put him in that category that he may be one person, but he's an enterprise, and it does suck. You lose your small business. But these fucking people who play every Friday and Saturday, and we're we're making four hundred bucks a weekend, you know, enough to pay for the uh, the rent that they share in the illegal bedroom that, that they sublet and enough to buy a quarter of weed like they were comfy they were cozy they were doing well they were feeling good and then they realized like wow like pandemics could happen and it might be unsafe for me to hold shows and those people will still still hop on facebook and be like yeah i i, I you you gotta hear my bass solos <laughs> all right because because the mental the mental health of my friends I I got friends texting me, hitting me up saying, "Blank, I need to hear your sick bass solos outside uh, at outdoor venues in the middle of winter, twenty feet away, twenty feet away." Yeah, That'd be great. So I went long there, but just it was a just, real it's just lack of innovation. I think that was my biggest issue with it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, 
okay, shit happens. Adapt, innovate. I saw so many people learn to code. Yeah, obviously learn to code. Minecraft. Look, <laughs> Blue Chew. <laughs> but it's just like I don't know. I feel like I've gone a good amount of time where like I've always had a trade, but I've always managed to have like four other hustles going on or four other things or mm-hmm. skills. It's just like if I see you bitching about not being able to play like the one, two shows every whatever, like, and like, not like bitching, but like, oh, I miss going out and play. No, you like, lost your, like, losing yeah. your side hustle. So, and look, it's like, I'm not saying that, you know, you didn't deserve, if, if it was your living, you deserve to not make a living now. It sucks that nobody came to help you. But the thing you're doing hurts. So, yeah. Sorry. And if you're pushing to risk people's lives again, like, you just you're just lazy and you're not adapting. You're not trying to adapt. Yeah. You just don't want to adapt. You don't want to grow, change yourself, better yourself, find a, another skill that you're also good at. Like mm-hmm. you just I don't feel as I, I really I that was the one thing like so many people lost their jobs, their homes because Again, that's the way the fucking world works. It's a lot of people, you have to find a fucking job and you have to do the fucking shit out of it. Yeah. And a lot of times your plan B, you get fucked over by that and you get fired from it. And that's just the way it is. And people who have that happen to them, I'm, there's nothing else to say except you got let, you got fucked. You got let down because you should have, you know, they took away the fucking unemployment uh, extra or whatever. I think they added it again. But they came this not fucking close. Yeah. It's not much. No, it used to be 600. It's not even that anymore from what I understand. I mean, um, but God damn it. It wasn't even about the money for these people. And we're, God, we just can't start dropping names and it's, it's, it's hard to not, but I mean, they were just not, we, we were, we were alluding to, to this, this, this culture that we've been fucking subject to. And we thought it was the elitism. I I like the ego. I don't know. It was just what I do. It matters. My, they need it for me. So essentially this really all comes from, I saw someone uh, do a bullshit, like, you know, these lockdowns and having to wear masks is affecting the mental health of people. And it's like, so I'm fucking bipolar and I had a cop fucking had to tackle me out of the fucking road to keep me from sell, you know, selfishly using someone's car as a fucking bullet (laughs) to kill, you know, kill me with. So, at that point in my life, it was really fucking hard just to get a doctor to listen. So all of a sudden, I got all these people like, oh, now we need the mental health of my friends matters because they need to get out and see me play at Blackwall Hitch this Sunday at 7 p.m. <laughs> like the best happy hour because <laughs> they, they're awesome. I do. Yeah. I, I, I keep bringing up Blackwall Hitch because they're we ate there really, the other night. really awesome. Blackwall Hitch. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to get up and get on with it? Blue Chew at Blue- Blackwall Hitch this Sunday. <laughs> show up to show up to Blackwall Hitch to watch some guy sit in the corner and play Weezer covers. <laughs> Look, in Joe Jorgensen's America, <laughs> you can show up to Blackwall Hitch and kill as many of your friends as you want. <laughs> Listen to Landslide this weekend, Blackwall Hitch. Yeah, no, it's I, I oh, it's it's a thread that I'll probably weave as the show goes on. Um, I feel like so much of how I feel about the music scene is partly because of like what I invested into it, and again, it's it is it's like you become selfish as fuck, and like you matter, and this matters, and this is different, and 
that was the big thing. Like, I played in a band with you, Wise Eyes. I fucking hated the people in that band for years. <laughs> and then I get a chance to play with them. And then, and then we're, again, I love the people. Like, they're my closest friends in the world. Because then I realize, oh, I'm just a douchebag, you know, an idiot. Um, the funniest thing in the world is bitching about when people wouldn't watch your set mm -hmm. and then getting mm -hmm. into the band that you mm -hmm. bitched about and then be like, oh, I want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me, give me this. See, now we're rolling. See, I feel bad for anybody who listened to the first half of this podcast. Like, oh, they're okay. Like, welcome. Now this is, welcome to back. Welcome to the jungle. Okay. I, everything I ever did as a musician, all of my behaviors, if I can go back, I wouldn't like hit my former self. I'd just sit down and be like, just know you're wrong. It's all wrong. I want you, if, if, especially if it's an open mic, if it's an open mic, I don't care if in the middle of my set you walk up right in front of me and just you pull your wiener out. That's not that's, that's that open is, mic, baby. Joe Jorgensen's open, America. That's open mic. <laughs> that's that's up to the bar to take you away. You haven't disrespected me. That's not my time. Open mic is practice. It's a scrimmage. It's a scrimmage. Fucking Alton's Wakeland of yeah, like. That's where drunks. you go to learn. That's where you go to learn. There is no, even as the featured act, that's where you like. If there's an open mic feature, that's where you learn how to kind of maybe do a real. Congratulations, you get to bomb longer. Yes, for real. <laughs> and it's just it's it's one of those things where open mic culture is so filthy and fucking dirty. Even though it's it's not. It's there's there's plenty of really nice innocent people who go to have fun, but then it's just so overshadowed by fucking ukulele players. So I was just you to shut the fuck up <laughs> so you could hear you could hear my tiny, tinny little instrument. So I was going to say, not, again, not going to name drop, but that artist that I remember being there the first time where they played and it went silent yep. and it was an organic moment organic. Yes. and it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was gonna say, like, I know that they they never wanted anybody to be quiet. They didn't care. But mm -hmm. it was other people that like friends would like yell at people and be like, shh, shh, they're getting ready to play. They're getting ready to play. Shut the fuck up. I'm we bad. are in a yeah. bar. And it's like it happened organically multiple times, actually by itself. And then but then like after a while, like it's shut up. If you're good enough, it, you will shut a yeah. fucking bar down. I've and you know what? This guy right here. This is see you're watching like I I run from it. Music is probably the thing I am the best at in the world, and I run from it because I just I you know what I mean. I I'm okay at this. I'm terrible at stand up, um, but I enjoy this and that so much more. Um, I and I can't really explain it, but like I fuck dude. I did it at an Applebee's once. I shut a fucking Applebee's down <laughs> during karaoke night singing Hallelujah. Ask fucking Michelle. You hallelujah. Yeah, she she oh. said that was the moment she decided she would be willing to marry me. Oh. Yes. God. Oh, so hot. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, you can do it if you have any sort of talent. You can do it. It's it's killing ain't hard once you get to a certain point. It really isn't. Especially when you play every night. Why is I killed every fucking night we went out? Every single night. Huh. No, but when when <laughs> yeah, when certain people get blackout fucking drunk. But <clears throat> yeah, you're right. But like it's so. But I'm I'm getting to a point here. It's it's if I'm 
I used to think that way. I really did. I'd feel bad. I'd be like, why is nobody, they should be listening to my set. They should be taking time. They're, they're disrespecting. All those people live fucking lives, man. They're at the bar. It's, it's, it's time. You got to fucking work. You're living your life. If the only thing you should be using an open mic for is for fun or doing the work, some practice, mm-hmm. some, some, some like live runs, man. Like if you pick up a fan, awesome, but don't awesome. Don't, you don't force it on people's throats. It's not your time. It's not, it's an open mic that you're allotted 15 minutes. You're renting time. <laughs> and, and you, you got to pay your tab. Yeah. You got to pay your tab. Like you're not a part of the town. You don't draw there. Um, if you do, you'll get your own show. If you consistently play, get this is well, fucking wise eyes did. If you could consistently show up at that open mic every week and bring ten people and the fifteen people and twenty people, they'll be like they will come up to you and be like, "Hey, you want to play all night?" And Look, then it's yours. Wise eyes did it, but the most important band that ever showed up to open mics and then got their own show. Uh-huh. Four songs for Thursday. Oh, uh, you are, you are, which was the best show it. I ever worked as a bartender. We're fucking. We're already here. We're ha- we're a half hour into part two, and I just want to go. <laughs> I want to go down this road. This is this is great. So, you know what? Yes. While we're at it, I, I, I'll tell you the origin story of where it, maybe where the bitterness started. Maybe where the hatred of the whole business of music started. So, <clears throat> yeah. Long story short. If I'm ever at an open mic playing and you see me playing, have a good time. You can talk with your friends. I don't fucking care. And if you're the kind of person who cares, then just start streaming music on Twitch. Nobody will interrupt you. (laughs) (laughs) You you can play your own little cheer tracks. It's great. Um, So I was 18 years old. And we, I played in a band called Four Songs for Thursday, and I will shout my friends out by name because they're good people. Oh, yeah. Shelby McDaniel was the vocalist. I don't know if she still plays with Little Bird. Um, she went to Towson. Just she could belt it, man. She could fucking belt it. Joe Walsh, the real Joe Walsh. Okay, <laughs> not that fake, uh, not that fake, fake piece one. of shit from the Eagles. Yes, um, fucking just sexy Joe Walsh on guitar. My my oldest friend in the entire world, Ryan Yeager on drums. Known him since we were in second Yikes. grade. Yes, as a good f- puma. <laughs> Fucking uh, puma. We'll, puma. Tell, we'll tell the puma story one day. I'll, I'll, I want to get his explicit permission to tell it, but yeah. I can't see why a story that makes him look like a heroic badass would make. He wouldn't want that told, but you gotta, you have to ask these Fucking things. Puma, but fucking puma. But the the four of us were we we were just into blues rock. I started playing bass around 14, 15. I started playing with them at 15. I, you know, it was a couple months in. They made me better. They started playing at 11. They were already miles ahead. And we were playing fucking cream songs at like 16. Like, good, you know? So we were a three-piece. Then we brought, you know, Shelby in as our singer. The four of us rocked. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Oh, y'all were awesome. We were awesome. You, we were you, guys, awesome. you guys showed up on the scene, and everybody was like... Oh shit! Who the fuck yeah. are these children? These children, these fucking <laughs> these... that one really tall, but he's still a child. I did not look like an adult. No, no, no. no. You were all children. Children, and in a bar with drunks and drug addicts, <laughs> and just and then, just showed up and, and rocked you, our faces off. Who you and you just you were this you know, uh, God, this this sprightly young package. The picture of you with the Christmas tights on is the first night we met. By the way. Oh my God, really? Yeah. It was the first time we met you. 
I was charmed. You were my one of my favorite people the first yeah. time. It was immediately. I was like, this is a good one right here. He's fucked, but this is a good one right here. Anyway, so we started playing at the uh, the open mic night, our local open mic night. Um, El Bowie Town Grill. I'll say it. I, I go eat there. They're still open. <laughs> um, they had some kick ass fries. Esteban, I miss you. Anyway, we got well, maybe like six months in, something like that. Was this before or after Jerry Town? That's during. No, I mean like the 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 show itself. I can't remember oh, if it was before or after. I don't remember. It was I just remember the summer. show. All right. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, I'm I'm just trying to set some some, you know, some background. <clears throat> so we impressed the owners or the owner of the bar we were staying, you know, we played at. We'd play these four rock and roll songs every week and we'd mix it up. We'd, we'd kind of change it out. It seemed like we gave the illusion. Like, you know, some armies will march at a single file line to to hide their true numbers. We, we the way we just kind of swapped our set out and like improved a lot of songs, a lot of songs we played were 12 bar blues. It seemed like we had a bunch of songs. Yeah. You guys would carry on for a very long could, time. Yeah. You, you would fill. That's what, I mean, that's part of where the joke came Four songs for Thursday. Like yeah. you'd have your four songs. You guys could fill a long time mm-hmm. with that, you know, jam band shit. So they thought, okay, so these guys are great. And I didn't understand how shows worked. And for those who don't, for the uninitiated, a show works typically. It's At three hours. A bar hours. show. A bar show. A bar show is typically three to four hours. Usually. It's long. Yeah, it's long. It's, it's a grueling. grind. Mm-hmm. And you get good. It makes you fucking good. Yeah. I need to point it out. Case in point, you are the ultimate case study in <laughs> practice makes fucking perfect with this. Because, dude, <laughs> 2010, 11, Tyler, was... No, I won't be nice because I love you. It was garbage. It was shit. <laughs> and then you started playing every fucking night with the Brothers McGinnis. And then by the time you were in Wise Eyes, it was like, who the fuck is this guy? You were, you were a different drummer on like not was, a, five levels higher. When I, when I started at that open mic, I was obnoxious. Mm, and you, I'm glad we know. Just, <laughs> just loud and like didn't know how to play it to the room. Mm-hmm. And I played like I'd been playing in my... Like garage, yeah. which is not how you play in a civilized System. arena. <laughs> no, but so and you, and I would say at this point, you are the ultimate three four hour show drummer. You get it. You know exactly. You get it. So the way it works that you either if it's a three hour if it's a three hour show, you usually do three forty minute sets with a fifteen minute break in the middle of each, and you know you play some house music. But still, that's a yeah. that's a hefty chunk. That's two hours and fifteen minutes of straight music. Yeah, depending on your band, mm-hmm. sometimes you can push your brakes a little longer. If you're, like, loud, yeah, they'll, they'll usually let you get away. Like, Brothers McGinnis, Stout Stabbing, like, we could get away with uh, taking some longer breaks sometimes yeah, because we were a, a lot. Settle. And it's like good people want to settle down yeah. a little bit before the next We, we the would next be break. a lot sometimes. And if it's a four-hour show, it's hour-long sets with maybe 15-minute <sighs> breaks. Those are fucking brutal. Yeah. Fucking brutal. Which is all I played. Mm-hmm. And it requires a lot of just time. You have to you have to carefully pick where the songs go because you have to understand. You, you it is like you need to provide a soundtrack. A yeah, you have to provide the soundtrack for these people's nights. The first set is usually for a dinner crowd. The second set, people are finishing up dinner, starting to drink. Third set, hit them in the fucking face. They're already drunk. 
get away with some shit, you know, have oh, some fun. Yeah. <laughs> third, third set is say something dirty, you know? Yeah. Like just, you could do whatever the fuck you want at this you, point. You can play like you're playing in the garage. Yes. That's when you could, that's when you could do what we did <laughs> right off the bat. Anyway, I've set it up enough. We are asked to play a show. You're the bartender at the upstairs of the Opui Town Grill. We actually worked together at one point. I was very proud of you. I was like, Thank oh, you. you guys got a show? This will be awesome. Mm-hmm. This will be great. And like, I worked a lot of shows. Most bands do do not fill up the upstairs and sell out. Like, that, you know, a lot I feel do. like you either did or didn't. Yeah, there. like, it was... It was either packed or... Yeah, yeah there, there wasn't a lot of middle ground. But, so, like, and you guys were fresh. You were young. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. We were lucky enough that a few people knew of me and the dinner crowd kind of wandered up. And I feel like there was no cover. There was no cover. Yeah. Oh, there was an opener. GFF opened. Oh, my GFF God. GFF opened. Really? Yes. Marv Offit. Great. Ah, it's a, that's a guy. That's, oh. a, that's a dude. I like him. Missed that whole crew. They were. That, I'm going to take, take a drink for, for Marv and the crew real quick. I see him often. He, mm. lives, he lives right over there. Give him my love. Tell him to listen to this podcast. I will. Tell him somebody. I'm going to let him tell, know. Yeah, yeah. Tell he him. dropped him. Yeah, uh-huh. tell him he, he was an influence, but I he I love his music. So this band that went on before us, GFF, you know, older dudes, ex- very experienced in the three to four hour show, set hour kind of set thing. That's And that's they did an hour, right? They do an hour to the dinner crowd. I remember the owner of the place like, all right, you know, remember just going easy with the dinner crowd, whatever. We just... <laughs> Yeah. So long story, I, I've really been building this up. It comes down to it. We get on stage. We have about mm, 40 minutes of material, maybe less. They're about 30 <laughs> minutes, 30 to 40 minutes of fucking material. <laughs> Just not even close. It's maybe six songs. I don't know how it got that, but we used to have more too. And we just kind of froze. We opened. The dinner crowd is still there. People are enjoying their steaks. Fucking purple haze. Just wah wah loud loud as shit and we just go for it we we play we burn through everything we don't do any extended jams which is what we probably could have maybe gotten away with it oh yeah like we just would we, we, like we did a two minute and 30 second version of purple haze <laughs> like why <laughs> yeah, which tell is... me what you're seeing here I, I, i've kind of dominated this story like what are you seeing now? So I, we've started the set. What are you looking at? I, <laughs> I mean, I'm standing there and like, and I'm so, um, just a background about me. I don't like jam stuff and I despised playing jam songs and extended songs. So I was thoroughly enjoying your set. I think about five or six songs in is when I realized, oh, hey. We are now at about the extent of what I've seen at open mic. I can't wait to see what they have next. And you guys got to, like I said, by that half hour, 40 minutes, and it was so early. And you guys are already looking at whoever's left in the crowd and being like, what do you guys want us to play? Because everyone, <laughs> no, yeah, because, 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 because we drove the whole yeah. room out. All 10 <laughs> people that were there, 10, 12, because look, when there's like, 10, 15 people in a room still feels like a crowd. Yeah. You speak to it like it's a crowd. Even it's it's like a little, it's it's fine. Those yeah. are actually really fun shows to play. Yeah. But now it's at the point where it was only people we knew. 
and, that, and it's just and that room's tough when it starts filing out because it actually gets louder. Yes, and every because it's all wood everywhere. That's a rough. So, that's a rough room to so to, it's, to, to to succeed. It would in. just get louder <laughs> the more people left. And I I think you guys did you end with Moby? Yes, Dick? I was waiting for that. So we looked around <laughs> at each other. Ryan Puma, who when he gets like man fuck this, I love him. Love that. I love that energy he brings because he, at this point, he doesn't give a fuck. He does not give a fuck. He's like, everyone's fucking left. Only our <laughs> friends are here. We're embarrassing ourselves. Let's play Moby Dick. I so we, we're, we're like, we're going to, and we're going to embarrass ourselves right now. We're ending the show two hours, two and a half hours early with an opener. Somehow we, with the, was yeah. opener. I forgot you had an opener. Yeah. And we go up there and we, play Moby Dick. Ryan does the fucking drum solo. <laughs> that was great. And it was awesome drum play. He killed it. I was I thoroughly enjoyed that whole set. If we we did if play you a good only set. had to play that one set, it was awesome. We killed it. Yeah. Killed but then it. you finished Moby Dick and you were just like you just walked you didn't say goodnight. You didn't you just kinda like walked off stage. And I, was, I remember cracking up, being like, "I think that's all they had." <laughs> that's, and I'm like looking at the clock, and like, at that time, I'm pretty sure, like, I, you know, I, I probably had like a party to go to, so I remember being like, "I mean, this is dope for me because I get to get out of here." But, whew, man, you guys, it's like ten. <laughs> it's like ten or I, I don't even know. If you was- stop playing at twelve fifty. Typically, yeah, maybe oh, go to yeah. what like was one is when the music stops, yeah, two is when everyone needs to be fucking gone. Yep, um, I remember uh, the owner pulled us, pulled us, oh, pulled, that pulled was me the aside. Best. He pulled me aside, and I was we were all just feeling like I was like, fuck this. We'd, he promised us $200, he's gonna fucking pay us <laughs> $200. And then he sits me down, and then it's just like immediately, like the wind leaves your sails, you think you're a badass, and he wasn't even mean, he was like. I gotta ask you, man. He's like, if you were me, would you pay you the total two hundred dollars? And I straight was like, no. <laughs> he already he's got me the quarter. I think I'm like some badass rock star. I'm like, fuck you, give me my money. It's the way he asked it. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, I saw. Would you, I, would you give? Would you give me? Would you give you the two hundred? No. So he gives us eighty. Us <laughs> <laughs> cleaning the bar, just watching the meeting, and like, Ooh. yeah, you guys are like, all right, we're out. Goodbye. Yeah, just imba- it just and I wasn't as embarrassed in the moment as I am now. As I am talking to you right now <laughs> thinking about it because my friend it was fucked up that I thought that that was okay in any way shape or form. So like that's where I come from in terms of uh <laughs> my, my professionalism we ramped up pretty pretty hard after that. But again, if I was playing during a pandemic, that probably would have been better because nobody was coming to my fucking shows anyways. Yeah. And they were short and they were sweet. So I am the perfect pandemic musician. So <laughs> when I get back out in the world, my ukulele, which I've been practicing the shit out of, if that whole room doesn't shut its fucking mouth, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> which, which honestly would be a funny bit. 
<laughs> just like everybody needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I was here the last time some ukulele chick came and shut up. You to, shut up. I'm here to play fucking over the rainbow and or somewhere <laughs> over the rainbow and you guys are gonna oh, shut the fuck up. Dude, it's gonna be eighties covers. It's gonna be like I melt with you and just easy chords that are like C Poison and F Yes. Are you reading my mind? Get the fuck yeah. out of my head. <laughs> yes. And talk dirty to me. All right. So, my iPad died, so I don't have any more notes. No, that's fine. <laughs> because we're, we're going to go into we end here. Actually, we're 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 almost we're almost at the end of our second hour here. Okay, you another solid ten minutes. Um, imagine you're at the end of the second hour of a podcast, but you're in starting. Sarah the <laughs> you're starting to go limp. The second half of this podcast is gonna be so much better than the first. I hope y'all made it. I hope y'all made it. We needed to bust the rust off a little bit, but we're feeling hot. Uh, the takes the takes are hotter. The biscuit is in the basket. Oh, the mustard! The is mustard so is sweet. slathered. The sweet mustard is slathered on the biscuit, and it's it, it's it's a top shelf celly, boys. Uh, I think the caps played the penguins recently i would love to get a recap of that game god damn it hey hold on all right do you want to to ask the coach to come by yeah hey coach yeah bud coach coach we're gonna need you to come out of the locker room real quick okay bud good you need to go ahead and uh (laughs) let us know how that caps penguins game went okay caps penguins Okay, well, uh, they, I heard that they restarted the whole NHL season. They threw everything out. Oh, Everything's shit. gone. Everyone's back at 0.0 win, 0 losses, 0 overtime losses, but okay. And they decided that this Capitals-Penguins uh, game was going to be the restart of this new bubble-type NHL season. All games are played in Edmonton. All of them. Wow. Every hockey game is now played in Edmonton, Okay. The collective bargaining agreement has also been renegotiated. Drugs are all legal in the NHL. Thank God. I pushed hard for that. Anyway, so Alex Ovechkin went out there in the first period. He scored a couple goals. He got himself a hat trick in the first period. So 3 nothing caps. Sidney Crosby, leg broken. First period by, uh, by Mike Green. I think he's still with the caps. So Mike Green's back. <laughs> so, so Mike... So Mike Green, that he gets a hat trick. Uh, it's still, we're still the first period here, but okay. So all of these goals are unassisted, completely. Cray, it's crazy fucking shit. It's six zero. Six zero first period. Okay. God now damn. we we move on to the second period, and Troy Brower is just he's out there. Uh, he's slicing through defenses. The biscuit has got in the basket so many fucking times. He has scored five goals within one minute. So I think we're at. 11 to nothing at this point. Penguins have not scored. Marc-Andre Fleury, leg. <laughs> also broken. <laughs> also broken. Um, move, we move along into the third period. Uh, Ray Emery's ghost is, <laughs> is, is now behind, behind net for the Capitals, believe, believe it or not. It's a big signing. Uh, why keep Braden Holpe out on the ice? Um, you know, if you're up 11 goals, uh, Ray Emery gives up 10 in the third to a broke leg, Sidney Crosby, all unassisted. So the final score was 11 to 10. Um, your first star of the game, Ray Emery's ghost. (laughs) Second star, second star of the game, uh, was Carl Alsner. He just had a good game out there. Yeah. He got after it pretty good. 
the third star of the game was Joe Beninati himself. Uh, he, <laughs> he had to, he had to play emergency goaltender duty in the third for a couple minutes because they realized uh, the ghost of Ray Emery was not. To, uh, he didn't follow COVID protocol, so they they pulled him. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Coach, for that update on the Caps Penguins. You've heard it here, eleven to ten. I'm actually not entirely sure who won. Who won? Um, who was eleven to ten? Sorry, the coach. He's 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 uh, he's he's. Uh, coach left. is gone. He's, he's okay. We'll so, figure 11, that out. Eleven to ten, the Capitals. It was just the, in the uh, restart of NHL season. Okay, eleven to ten, Capitals won. We got a, a fresh start to the season. Can't wait to see what happens. Playoffs are just around the corner, I'm sure. Yeah, even the, the season just started. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Um, we should call uh, Ted Leonsis, maybe. Well, maybe, maybe get him to sponsor the show next. Honestly, I would love to get AOL to sponsor the show. <laughs> was he a part of AOL? Yeah, he was. He yeah, was like, that's how he got his money, dude. He was. The, that's right. He fucking imagine. Fucking imagine <laughs> cashing out. AOL, this is some GameStonk shit. <laughs> like, probably right as it was about to crash, cashed out all this shit. He's like, I'm going to go buy the fucking Capitals. I, I guess I'll buy the Bullets, too. So I'll get customers that will give me an AOL uh, email. It's amazing. It's like a relic of time. How do you And, get- like, granted, I have a Hotmail. I have, like, a mm. bunch of Hotmail accounts that I've held on to. Like, I think, like, Microsoft. Who is Hotmail? Because I know Gmail's Google, like Yahoo is Yahoo, but like... Well, Hotmail was Hotmail. Now it's owned by like MSN, Microsoft, I guess, I don't actually... MSN? Who the fuck is MSN? Like MSN still kicking around? Microsoft service? What the hell does MSN stand for? I don't know. Hotmail is no longer Hotmail, but my, it's still an email, there's still a email address. So still say Hotmail.com, but like the people, like how do you get on to AOL? Where do you go? Do you go to AOL.com? Like, hey, uh... That yeah, one, the, that there's, still exists? there's one server in Siberia still going, and if you want to check your email, it takes three weeks. AOL.com. Yeah. I'm, we're going we're gonna to be going. skipping. We're, so I'm actually pretty, this <gasps> works out. It exists still. All right, that makes me happy because we're going to, we're going to save, guys, we're yeah. going to save this deep dive into my opponent, Jessica Hare, for, for another episode. Um, Crime. Crime. MS-13s in Crofton. Jessica Hare. So I do want to talk about though our our good friend the leader of the revolution. Oh, the revolution! All right, we know it's a revolution. This this podcast personally knows a, a memet. Okay, a, we we know a memet. Well, there's a memer and memet. I met right like a. That's female. Yeah, so I, good I, enough I, term for like me. Good, I that's copyright 2021. Joe oh. Jorgensen's America. You can copyright I'm anything. Registering it right now. <laughs> registered <clears throat> so i'm gonna let you take this one because i did not know this person but my wife who went to high school with them did she ran in your circle so the girl with the piano scarf they took her out in maester it's a revolution it's a revolution known personally by members of this podcast and it's inner circle just thoughts feelings where are you at oh i forget who sent it to me originally but it I was the happiest. When I saw that she was there, it first off, my original thought was, well, yeah, uh, that's that tracks. I had no doubt in my mind that she would end up on the fucking cue boards 
and on the Donald Dot win, and she would end up at the Capitol screaming it's a revolution, and then complain that she got maced. That tracks for her. This girl was fucking batshit. And she said she up. was from. I mean, she doxed herself. So it was like Jess, Jessica. What's it again? Elizabeth. From, Elizabeth from Knoxville. Yeah, I think. Or yeah, she you from Bowie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's where she's living now, but she's not not from there. And and it's funny because a lot of people don't necessarily want to claim people who are, you know, like stains on their community. Mm-hmm. I want to. We want to claim this one. I we want. want this I one. want that one back. That's that's ours. That should have been ours. And then Knoxville gets to take it. It's like Knoxville gets a bunch of shit. Yeah. Look, there's already enough you can make fun of for tennis. The last thing Bowie had was the fucking sniper. And they still called it the DC sniper. What the fuck? Bullshit. Dude, the biggest thing. I remember when my... God, my fuck grandpa was still alive back in like 05 or 04. Fuck, when was it? It was like 04. It was three, like when it happened, but like an 05 was in high school. I know that. Yeah, 05, 06. I remember we took my grandpa to the spot where the sniper was laying down. My dad's like, "Hey, that's where he laid down right there." Like we thought we were. Oh, you know what? It was. Shit. It was not that long after 9/11. It was like that year after 9/11. Really? After, yeah. How do I think it was too? All right, we'll, we'll look it up afterwards. Okay, we'll, we'll confer a, after the. Hey, look, another ad. There's a there's a DC sniper podcast, and <laughs> oh, and it's shit. and it's awesome. And it's look. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. When you need to get up to get down to avoid that sniper, you need to zigzags and zigzongs through the field when you're trying to just get to school. Blue Chew. Blue Chew. These ad reads, we're going to get Blue Chew. <laughs> but no, so like Elizabeth decided to to abandon her to her buoy, her buoy heritage and uh yeah, that, I'm that, she can go fuck herself uh, for that. The mean that's, that, that's the biggest crime I think she's committed. Did she get picked up by the FBI? I have no fucking idea. I've I've looked so many times and I cannot find anything reliable. I feel like she's so far down on their list. Yeah, Even though they're gonna catch everyone. That I don't know. Maybe she she I goes. She gets away. She she was just uh, harmless. She was yeah. I don't know. She didn't get that far. She she told took me yet. It makes me yeah. <laughs> the Animaniacs once. <laughs> That, that was that. It took me out and missed me. I feel, like, I feel like I saw that meme like that day, like the day yeah. the insurrection had just fucking happened. I I watched it all play out on PBS of all fucking networks. I know it's really weird. And then I just see everyone being like, "Yo, this is the girl that used to take acid and show up to like calculus, <laughs> what fucking class it was." Like, yeah. Oh, uh, the best was I think. I saw so many people like tagging, trying to tag her and like, and the FBI at the same time. Just say, like, <laughs> hey, in case you're wondering, this is who this is. Uh, Fuck her. So I guess her Facebook got deleted pretty quickly after that. Were you, um, were you friends with her? Or, I don't actually remember if I was friends with her. On but Facebook you were seeing people who were, I imagine. Oh, right? like, yeah. Was, I mean, like, I, you know, I knew people, well, a person that dated her. And (laughs) yeah, again, not going to use a name, but my wife, but he's another hot take express too. Uh, You know, maybe one day he'll, 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 we'll grace his, his, his name, but not for now. He stays, he stays anonymous, you know, Q, he stays, he stays Q anonymous. Q anonymous. The Donald (laughs) Dot win Patriot. 
Which no, wait, March 4th. We need to. So the next next time we meet. So, folks, we'll wrap it up here, okay? Second hour, coming to a close. We're podcast boys once again. Um, we're, we're hot. We're slippery. We're potty. Uh, we're looking on the potty. We're, we text on the potty and we're looking for blue chew ads. Okay. So that's going to do it for us. We're going to see you every Friday from here on in an episode will be released. Recapping the week events in our lives, sports, sports, hockey, um, mainly capitals coverage. I have to piss yeah. so bad, oh. but I, I have to get through this last bit because I need to tell you where to find us. I need to tell you where to get your eyes, your ears, your body, your soul on top of us. Facebook, just find M3. You were made an admin of that page today, so I need you to get on it. Yeah, I noticed there's nothing on it. No, there's nothing. Because we just, there's no logo, Tyler. Well, I've been asking for fucking eight months. What am I, a goddamn graphic designer? Yes. <laughs> yes. Do more free work for me. Um, I already have my dossier yes, on you. Yes, the, do- the fucking... Well, that's that's probably the title of the next episode. You're, the you're Alex t- dossier. The Alex dossier has probably got like three gigabytes of data on my hard drive right now. People are going to think it's porn. You know how many fucking logos I've made for you? Well, then why don't you just take one of them and slap a new, new I type tried. I yeah, tried to and deliver I, I, the best logo I've ever made for you. It was Alex... Sitting on a shit. toilet. Well, I don't want to be the only. I'm not the only star of this show anymore. This is a two man. We're pen and teller, okay? Except one of us talks is well. More. We'll talk. Like, yeah. Be, one isn't silent and stupid. I'm gonna be the silent, and he's not stupid. He's I just, assume he's stupid because he doesn't say he doesn't speak his piece. He's mystical. Okay, say that's Tell me how mystical you are. Mysterious. Whatever one he is, he's teller. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um. I need to pee. I, yes, I need to be really bad too. So, Twitter is at podcastm3. There'll be stuff up there soon. SoundCloud.com slash. I I just fucking changed it. God damn it, Alex. M3. No, it, it's it's uh. Dermot. <laughs> fucking so Look. mad at myself right now. In Joe Jordan's America, yeah. God, there is no SoundCloud. So yeah, it's SoundCloud everywhere is a cloud. <laughs> it's SoundCloud.com. Son of a bitch. SoundCloud.com slash M3 podcast. It's always the number three. And that's it. Get the fuck out of here. Go do something else. You've been here for two hours with us. Let us go pee. For the love of God. All right. Sublime. Sublime. Sublime.